1: Howdy, happy new year, happy 2017, and welcome to Beyond the Map, the episodic podcast bringing the latest in news, news, rumors, and all the buzzings on in the world. last thing. I am your host as always, DM, and I am joined by Alex. Howdy! There's a lot that we're going to cover this week, but before we do that, Alex, it's a new year, it's a new season of Beyond the Map. How was your Christmas, how was your new year?
0: Um... It was it was good. It, it was probably the most giving I've ever done on Christmas. I mean I've gived I've gived is that a word? It is today. I've gived Two thousand
1: seventeen, <laughs> so I think gave I think is the word you're looking for. But give
0: is good. <laughs> it is gave. I've gived. I've gived Give I, is the give is the pretense. I, I gived a lot this Christmas. Uh, I have I have gave uh, before but usually it was it was spent a lot. Of, a lot of money was spent on a particular nephew, and that nephew shared the present with my other nephew because that was it was like that made sense. Like I would usually I would usually get something for my mom, my dad, and they'd be little things because you know my mom, and my dad don't ask for big things. You know, it's like a shirt or a you know. Some sports shirt, because my mom's a Dallas Cowboys fan, so I get her, like, a Dallas Cowboys shirt, and you get my dad, like, a, I don't know, like a shot glass or something. Are they going to make it to the Super Bowl? Uh, my mom's sure hoping, because I got her some, all kinds of Dallas Cowboys shit this Christmas. Uh, she has been a fan since before I was born. I'm
1: sure, because, you know.
0: Um, And so, my dad isn't. But, you know, it's one of those things, you know, you either love them or hate them. Uh, I'm on that hate them bandwagon, personally, but that's just me. uh, Of course, my dad liked them at one point, back when they had Staubuck. Or stop. yeah, I can't say his name. That one guy that did good. Yeah, I saw saw (laughs) clips of him when they talked about how they became America's team, how that started. He was pretty fucking uh, impressive. Very impressive player, and I don't care anything about football. Uh, anyway, yeah, so normally I buy, or at least in the past, I've spent a lot of money to buy my, to buy consoles for, for nephews, or just, I don't know, I, this year, was the first year I surprised people, because I, I went I went on Amazon. This is the first year I bought things. I didn't I didn't have somebody take me somewhere and handhold me through what I should give people. I was like, you know what? I think I think my mom told me one thing she wanted, and I was like, okay, she wanted a Dallas Cowboys t shirt. She knew she was getting that one. But I went on Amazon, and I was like, okay, let me look at Dallas Cowboys shit. And Amazon's like, hey, you want this? And I was like, Yeah, and it's like, hey, look at all this other shit. You want all this too? And I was like, you know what? Yeah, I think I do. And I think like, I want this and this and this and this and Amazon so got- is like
1: a prostitute's hand job. It starts off slow, and then you just have to keep going. You know, so it's-
0: <laughs> yeah. I got her a Dallas Cowboys uh, clock for her room, and a, uh, uh, I got her a a Dallas Cowboys. Uh, it's not a glass beer mug. It's a special kind of like hard plastic that has this gel around on the inside of it. That's the That's, one
1: that freezes, right?
0: Yeah, that it's separated by another piece of hard plastic. So there's gel on the inside that freezes up, yeah, that keeps the beer cold for a long time. It's actually pretty cool. I, I have I have one of my own outside that it's uh they're pretty neat and it's got all kinds of Dallas Cowboy graphics on it. And I got her that, and then I got her like uh let's see. I got her little things for her stocking, which, you know, we we do stockings every year. Normally, she's the only one that does that stuff. She puts little stuff in everybody's stockings. And, you know, uh I was like, I got her some little stuff. I was like, dude, I could put this in a stocking. She won't even, you know, know to do, look for that. I got her, like, little Dallas Cowboys hair ties and and Dallas Cowboys pins. And it's like, yeah, all this Dallas Cowboys shit. Awesome. And she got a Dallas Cowboys shirt that she knew was coming. And, uh, and I got, and then I was like, dude, I could get my dad sports stuff too because he likes uh, he likes North Carolina stuff, like college stuff, because he's originally from North Carolina before he moved to Texas, and uh, uh, and so I got him a bunch of Tar Heel stuff, uh, so I got him what was it, this fucking baller ass cool. Actual glass beer mug, and it came with a shot glass that is cool as hell, and it's got the the freaking NC logo just emblazoned on both of them. And then I got some got him a North Carolina coffee mug, so I know he's going to use all of this, especially the coffee mug because they drink coffee every morning. But uh, I think there was something else that got him. I don't remember what it was now. Anyway, everybody got stuff, and they didn't know they didn't know it was coming. It was all a surprise. It was cool, and uh, I got I got my nephew uh, J stars because he was he played the shit out of that with me because he's like a he's like 14 now, and you know what? I'm getting along so well with him. It's cool. He's always been a good kid, but now he's gotten old enough to not be a little kid, and it's really cool. Because he's actually into a lot of the same stuff as me. Um, he's turned out to be a real weeaboo, though. He's into a lot of anime, and that's hilarious <laughs> to me. But it's it's like it's cool because I was into all kinds of anime when I was a kid, and you know I know about a lot of this stuff through my friends, and I'm into a couple of that sh- that stuff to me or stuff. I'm into some of that stuff myself, and uh, so we played chase stars on ps4 Well, it's
1: almost unavoidable now because with all the video games that are coming out they either look realistic or anime style yeah so it's kind of one way or the other
0: so he was and he's just now getting into like dragon ball z and it's funny because i was watching dragon ball z when i was like you know 10 and he's 14 and i'm gonna be 30 in a year that's just crazy uh, uh. Well, a little over a year, but yeah. Um. But yeah, so we were playing J Stars, and he, he's picking all the Dragon Ball Z characters, and I'm picking all the Fist of North Star characters, and yeah, that's that's fun stuff. So I got him that for PS3, and then eventually I'm probably gonna get it for him for PS4 when he gets a PS4, probably for his birthday coming up sometime, and mm-hmm. I got my, uh, my younger nephew, I got him all kinds of like, Google Play cards, because he loves to use his tablet and stuff, and just tons of Google Play cards and a bunch of uh, PSN cards so he can buy games with those, and uh I got my, my sister I bought her a Snorlax because she's, she wanted a yeah, fucking you Snorlax that- yeah, the, I, the, I, I mentioned that how it didn't come, did not I mention how it didn't come in time? You did not. Yeah, well, it didn't, but it did come. It came after Christmas uh, about a week ago. <laughs> so I just got it, and it's just sitting here now. I'm going to give it to her for her birthday, but I, I did, I, when she got here, which was before Christmas, because that's why we needed it to... It would have been here by... I don't know if it would have been here by Christmas actually. It did come after Christmas. Either way, it w- it wouldn't have made it here in time for when she was here cuz she came here before Christmas. Um cuz she needed to be back t- to her house you know, for her own Christmas with her b- family, you know. Cuz she's got her own kids and her husband and yeah. Uh But yeah, uh I, she went and bought some like beauty supplies or whatever and I just took her up there and bought it all for her. But yeah, this freaking Snorlax shows up in the mail like a fucking week after Christmas. And it's what's funny, it's not even from a Japanese company, right? I didn't realize this until literally like f- maybe five days ago. I was looking at the package. It has the street number of a Japanese man's address. From Japan, and it has a Japanese guy's name, and then it actually has his written signature down at the bottom. (laughs) So, this literally came from a Japanese guy's house.
1: Wow.
0: (laughs) It's like, some, some Japanese dude. (laughs) I have to frame that. I was like, I got a Japanese guy's Snorlax. That's probably why it took so damn long. You didn't want to it give did... it away. No, I'm, ke- I'm keeping the package, <laughs> but the, she can have the Snorlax. But I gotta, I gotta frame the 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 note on the front as the signature because <laughs> it's legit. It's legit Japanese. Uh, legit Japanese stuff here, and uh, yeah, that was a. Interesting Christmas. Uh, it was the first time I bought everybody stuff and surprised everybody, and I did a lot of giving. It was actually kind of fun because everybody was surprised. That was that was that was the fun part. It's the first time I really felt that giving feeling. You know, uh, didn't think I had it in me until this Christmas. I guess. Yeah, it, it's <laughs> kind
1: of fun actually when you start buying little things and it just goes crazy. Uh, you know, we buy the little
0: things and when you and when they don't know what they are you know ev- up until now uh everybody has kind of known what they were getting except for the kids because they pick it out because i I don't know what the hell they want so I'm like, hey, what do you want and they tell me and so they know what they're getting but this uh, this this year I was like I just went and searched on uh, online I didn't even have to leave the house I bought everything online
1: becoming a product. <laughs> Um, no, we had fun over here. We did Christmas breakfast, and, um, we did the gift exchange and all that, and everybody was out the door by two, so I got a chance to play with my toys. Um, I was finally able to get my hands on Guilty Gear X3rd Revelator. Um, I didn't know that Dizzy and Kai had a kid, and that actually infuriates me. You know, he's not even new.
0: He came, he was, uh, I know, that
1: shows you how... Like, up distance from the series I've been because I haven't been able to play like fucking anything. And then I'm like, what the fuck is this? this who's this guy? I'm reading up the bio and I go, oh, oh, wait a minute.
0: Yeah, motherfucker. This, this is his first appearance in, in a fighting game, though. His, his actual first appearance was in Guild of Gear 2, yeah. Overture, which was the strategy... Uh, RTS game they put out on uh, Xbox
1: 360. Yeah, I and just reading about all the new characters and I'm all fuck. I have been so far removed from this fucking series, so it doesn't take me long to go. Oh yeah, this all feels normal. I I know exactly what I'm doing. Then I give my wife the controller and I'm all okay. This is what you do. 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 You know, and we come to find out there's two modes. There's the regular mode and then there's the fuck it mode. The fuck it mode is for button mashers. Yeah, the style mode, yeah. I really wish I wouldn't have given her and shown her what that mode is, because now she's kicking my ass. If she's well, Chip, I can't win. If she's Jam, fuck it. I asked for a divorce. Because she's just <laughs> fucking... It's like, this is fucking ridiculous. I'm fucking soul and Dizzy and Kai and, like,
0: every fucking character I'm good with. Give her Jam, button mash, you're fucked. You you need to fucking practice you, you need to fucking, you need to do some practice and beat her ass. I'm trying, it's hard, because, fuck. You, who wears the fucking pants in this family, not, come on. Not me anymore, because she kicks my ass with jam. <laughs> oh, man.
1: I'm like, uh, alright, way- like, right, motherfucker, I'm going to buy Dizzy and blow you out of the water.
0: I'm dead in like ten seconds. I'm all, this this bullshit. Stop button mashing. But yeah, we, we usually don't even play with with style mode, because we just, we're all above that. That's like a, that's a crutch. But, uh I mean, yeah, you just, you gotta get yourself reacquainted so that doesn't happen. Yeah, and I thought I was doing
1: good. I was in normal mode, and just destroying everybody, and I'm like, yeah, I know what I'm doing. And it takes her like two rounds, and she's figured it out, and I'm all... Stop! <laughs> At least my wizard is stronger in Diablo Three.
0: But Yeah, that's all, uh, I, that's, all, that's all I got. And um, speaking of Guilty Gear, I just need to tell you, uh, Biken was uh, announced for the latest version. She's coming back in late. I guess early or sometime this year. Yeah, I'm still not soon. To, I'm still trying to. Figure she's not. Out. She's not in the game right now, but she'll be in. Sometime she's this year. She's probably
1: the fourth hidden character because I know there's Raven and there's one other one.
0: She's not. A, she's not a hidden character, but she'll be. She'll be. Uh, oh,
1: she'll be added. Added.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah, she wasn't. She. She wasn't even done. She like. She was a polled character. Like people asked, who Who do you guys want back or added or whatever? There's also a brand new character they're going to add to. I don't know his name. He's like a ninja. Just- Another ninja. But, uh, I think he's, like, Chip's right-hand man or something. He's, like, a new character, and,
1: uh... Yeah, it should be. I'm having fun with it, honestly. Um but My hard part is I'm trying to figure out... Okay, so this is the third story, chapter, like, five. I think. I, d- I don't know. I'm trying to figure out, like, where in the timeline is this game play. And, um, I still have not got no fucking answers.
0: Man, you don't need to try to make sense of this fucking game. It's dumb. It's really dumb. The story is really really dumb. It's it's fun. It's stupid. Like I I enjoyed it, but it's really stupid and doesn't make a lot of sense sometimes. Well,
1: Guilty Gear 1 and Guilty Gear X. I, well, I got well, the, also, I fucking got the story when we got to like XX25245. To also, the if I'm you like, didn't, what the if, fuck you is didn't
0: if you didn't play um Sign, which was the the original version, like that was the one that came before Revelator. That was the first 3D game. It didn't have Johnny and uh Dizzy and a couple other characters. Um, that's when they first went to 3D. Uh, that has the first half of the story mode, basically. So... Yeah, you're, and since you you skipped over that, you're going to be miss, you're going to be missing a huge chunk of the story. Yeah, I'm like confused. I go, what do you mean to be continued? Fucker, I beat this on fucking hard mode. Where
1: is my fucking continuation? <sighs> did you did you did you watch the story mode? Just, there's story mode in there. I'm about halfway through it. Um, it's it's hard because I all I do is work now. I just work and I come home. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna get on the PS4. Fuck, my daughter's on it.
0: God damn it. <sighs> And, and you know what's weird about the story mode in that game is that it's literally just a movie. Yeah. It's that is the weirdest thing in the world. When I I I, I mean I don't know if I dislike it or if I'm just like okay. <laughs> it's so fucking strange. You just it, there's literally just a mode in the game where you don't do anything. You just watch. That is so fucking weird. I mean, it's it's not like I mean, I would be pissed if that was the only mode, but it's actually a fighting game and has a ton of modes that you can play in, but there's also a mode where you don't do anything. So it's just like, uh, okay, that's that's okay, I guess. (laughs) But it's just still fucking weird.
1: Yeah, I'm about halfway through it. I think um, just trying to get reacquainted with all the characters, and I find out they're trying to bring justice back. I go, okay, well, whose body are they going to use for justice? Elfette. Okay, who's Elfette? Well, the sister of the
0: daughter of this person. Who? What? What the fuck's going on? It's like I've missed so much. Like you're, you're gonna be, you're gonna find out it's real funny when you find out that, that technically Dizzy is is um, uh, Soul's daughter. Oh, I, so, read, I knew that
1: a long time ago. I predicted so, that a long time I, When I first was introduced to Dizzy, and I noticed that there was tension between the two, I go, okay, he's either her brother or her dad. It's one of the fucking two. Well, there's a scene in and the now game realizing, And now fucking realizing that Dizzy hooked up with Kai just makes me really fucking pissed off, because that's
0: my brother's character, and I hate him. Well, there's actually a scene in the game where Kai and Soul realize that they're now... Uh... They're now son and father-in-law, and it's fucking hilarious, because they, they fucking... Because <laughs> even though they've patched things up at this point, and uh, Kai and Soul get along pretty well, when they fucking... when... when uh, I think it's Sin that realizes it, he's like, wait a second, does that mean you guys are, like, related now? And, and, and they're trying to make him not say it, because they don't want to fucking realize it out loud? <laughs> And they're like, no, just, let's not go down that road, okay? Let's just, and, 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 and then they fucking just, they say it out loud, and they're just both just distraught at the idea of being related.
1: Well, yeah, because every fucking game they beat the shit out of each other. It's like Ken and Ryu of Street Fighter. Now they have to be friends. Even though they are friends, but still, it's that one, it's, wow. It would
0: No, it would, it would be more like Bison and Ryu being related.
1: Yeah, you got a point there. Yeah. By the way, picked up Street Fighter Five.
0: <sighs> is that, that it's
1: all, that's all uh, I could say?
0: <laughs> is that a good is that a good side or bad side? It's not a bad. It's, uh, kind of bad.
1: It, it's. I think Street Fighter Four was better because it had a lot more fucking playable characters, and to get new characters, it's well, you can either go online and get fight money, or you could buy them well i don't want to go online and and do fight money i want to fucking just have' them in the game so why do I have to fucking yeah i I was not too too happy with that um
0: did I've come... you s- did you see the h d did you see the ultra h d yes the trailer
1: for ultra street Fighter two remix edition championship buttfucker um I'm interested in that, and that's for the Nintendo, which, by the way, Nintendo, um, I got a bone to pick with you, because you fucking teased me at 3 o'clock in the morning with the new fucking trailer for um, uh, Breath of the Wild, and then you threw voice acting at me. <laughs> I'm all, son of a bitch, I have to get this system now. I fucking have to. And then you throw the
0: Street Fighter game at me, and I go, fuck, I'm going to be broke this year. I already pre-ordered the Switch, by the way. Uh, I, I pre-ordered that the the day that... uh, Well, I guess it was the day that it was pre-orderable, because it came out at 3 in the... What was it, fucking midnight that that, that fucking press conference happened?
1: Yeah, they waited right to the last fucking minute, and... I went to bed and I caught it when I woke
0: up. All... I, I woke up in the morning and found out that the press conference had happened. And I was like, you know, I guess I could wait a little while before I pre-order it. And then I was like, you know, usually these things actually sell out pretty quick. Maybe I should go ahead and go. So I just went to the game, stopped down the street and put down $100 on it to pre-order it. Because, uh, I mean, if I really needed to just find some money to pay for the whole thing, I guess I could. But I I just put down $100 and then I put down uh, 5 for... For the special edition of Zelda, not the super special one with the Master Sword and the little thing, because I don't, I don't fucking need that. I mean, I wouldn't mind having that, but, but uh, I don't, I don't need to pay a hundred and thirty dollars for a game. I will pay a hundred for the soundtrack, though, because uh, it's fucking hard to get soundtracks unless you get them when they're, when they're there. <laughs> Getting them later is fucking difficult, and. Uh, yeah, no, back to the yeah, the uh, I loved the HD remix of Street Fighter 2 because that was probably the only Street Fighter game I really enjoyed was Street Fighter 2. I mean, not not nothing against Alpha and Street Fighter 3. Um, cuz they're they're not particular they're, they're they're good games, but well, it was the standard bearer. Every game
1: since Street Fighter 2 has tried to live up to the success. And um, the only one that actually came close was Mortal Kombat. That's it, those are the those are the two that actually work, so this is a throwback, but um, an Ultra edition, or, like, I'm lost. I know Street Fighter 2, uh, no, 3 ends the fucking series, but 2 is, like, just before the end. But, like, HD,
0: shit. the HD remix, I, I already owned, because I bought that back on Xbox 360, so I was like, why are they doing, okay, this is an enhanced port, they're calling it Ultra, and it has fucking... Evil Ryu and Violent Kin in it. And it's got, like, a, an extra mode where you can team up and beat the shit out of Bison and everybody else, I guess. You could just have three players on the screen and just fuck up the computer. And then there was also that thing at the end of the trailer where they showed a 3D mode where you're, like, fucking throwing fireballs at some guy that du- that's not Bison, but he's dressed up like Bison. For, like, a half a second, they showed a three-dimensional... Like it had three-dimensional graphics and it showed Ryu, like Ryu's hands throwing a fireball at a guy, and I was like, well, I get maybe that's gonna use the um, the whatever the hell they're calling those two little controllers, but uh yeah, I don't know what that was, but that was uh that was uh I'll, I'm sure that game won't run for60 dollars uh, if it does that's bullshit. Cause that's an old game, even though it's a new game, I guess. But oh, that's know, an old game. It's a fucking thirty-year-old game. It's okay. It's more like twenty-five years old. But, uh but yeah, that's that's a Street Fighter game I'll actually buy. <laughs> I haven't bought a Street Fighter game in years, except for except for the uh, the HD remix of two back on Xbox uh, three hundred and sixty.
1: Hey, way to go, Nintendo! They're not fucking around this year.
0: Oh, and yeah, Mario Odyssey, dude. You know how how fucking hype I was seeing that thing? I I was already going to buy Zelda, so seeing more of that wasn't even... That wasn't... (laughs) That was just, okay, cool, more Zelda, but Mario Odyssey, damn, son. And they're not even close to being done with that game. Shit, when they're they're close to being done, there's going to be like a... I'm going to like bust a fucking hole through a wall with my hype boner. It's going to just... Destroy my TV. He can can throw his fucking hat! He can throw his fucking hat! (laughs) Why couldn't he do that before? That's awesome! He can throw his fucking hat, and then he can jump on it and get across gaps. That's genius. That is the smallest change, and it is genius.
1: And here, I'm just happy that Zelda has voice acting, finally. You know... I I know that's the smallest fucking thing, but I go, thank God, I am so sick and tired of reading fucking
0: text. I don't even know... Well, you know, I usually turn subtitles on anyway, just just in case I miss... er, I turn subtitles on games with... uh, In all games, because... I don't trust my ears. (laughs) I mean, I listen to the voices, because I like voice acting, but, um... I keep the subtitles on just, you know... Uh... So that that way, I don't have to turn it on super loud, and so, um, in case I feel like I misheard a word or something, I can be sure what the fuck they said. But uh, uh it's gonna—it's like the end of a fucking era to me. It's like wow, Zelda with voice acting—that's crazy. I mean, I'm glad Link isn't talking, and uh, I the 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 biggest issue I have is now, like I, it was like it was like. There was a disturbance in the force. I could feel the arguments... Just beginning... About... Is the Japanese voices better... Or are the English voices better? I could just fucking feel it in my bones. I can fucking feel it. And it's gonna... It's never gonna end from now on. Every Zelda game, ever... From now on, that's gonna be the fucking argument. People are gonna be like... Oh, well, the Japanese voices were clearly better... Because the Japanese are so fucking good at... Doing voice acting... And it's like, do you speak Japanese, motherfucker? No, you don't. How the fuck would you know if it's better? Shut the fuck up. (laughs) And it's just, it's going to go on forever. And it's like, oh, God, I already fucking hate the video game community. I hate all communities, really, to be honest. Any community where you can have an opinion and argue. It's just, man. Welcome to my world, Alex. Fucking, the fucking, Ze- any kind of fucking passionate community about a fucking fan-based anything. video game, anything, exactly, yeah, and it's like, I can just, I can see it, I, I, it's, it's gonna happen, in fact I already saw somebody complaining about Zelda's voice not being as, uh, when she's crying in the trailer, not being as passionate in English as it was in Japanese. And it's like, oh my god, it's already started. It's already started. It's going to be a fucking train wreck with the fans over this game. It's
1: because everyone has the internet and everyone has an opinion and everyone thinks they're a keyboard warrior. My resolution for 2017 was to no shit, call people out on their bullshit. Usually I bite my tongue and let people be stupid. No, I've been attacking people left, right, and center. Uh, Fox 10 News doesn't want me commenting on their thing anymore. Who's Fox 10...
0: You know Fox News. Well, I yeah, but fo- well, Fox News is Fox News. Fox Ten sounds like a local. Well, that's station. That's
1: our version. If that's our channel. Every time they post something, do you think um it's okay to you know do this and this? It's like no, it's not fucking okay, you fucking assholes. And um, when they were doing the press conference, by the way, um, for those of you that don't know, there was that aer- that airport attack in Florida um, they did the live, uh, press conference, and I was a part of that, trying to watch it, and I was posting comments every 30 seconds, going, is it going to start, is the FBI guy going to talk, who's this person smiling, why are they laughing, every 30 seconds I was making a comment, and I go, you know, for something that's so fucking serious, how come they're being jovial about it, you know, they're like, yeah, we, I don't know what they're going to do, but (laughs) we got them, it's like, something fucking funny to laugh about, I mean, what the fuck? I and mean, I'm not going to get into the whole political banter here, but yeah, Fox News doesn't like me anymore.
0: And you sure that's Fox News, Fox News and not your local your local
1: station? Well, it's our station in in Arizona. They're the ones that don't like me, but I'm going to fuck.
0: Because cause some people will get that confused. I have seen local f- just Fox 10, Fox 20. Fo- <laughs> there are there are local Fox stations that are just under the Fox name. That, that people will get him confused with THE Fox News and uh
1: they'll suck regardless I f-
0: yeah I mean not 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 to defend Fox News I'm just saying you don't wanna there's a huge fucking leap to get from, one, from that to the other to the Fox News there all uh, I know
1: is for the next four years all I'm gonna hear is Trump stuff and i've shut everybody up going he won get the fuck over it that, that that's my answer to everyone he won get the fuck over it just i i, I don't know why people are still so mad cuz they, they're I, because they didn't get their participation award
0: they need the miss participation award yeah. they need the miss <laughs> oh my god but it's like damn i mean People are still I, angry about it. I'm all people. Get the fuck over it. It's over. He won. I he mean, get I... Get to stop. If you don't, don't like him, shoot him. I don't, don't want to call out the left or the right here, but I'm going to do it. Um, okay, look. So, like, I like to say I'm in the middle because fuck having a side. But, like, okay, so when the right had to deal with Obama, there weren't riots. I mean, for eight years, they didn't fucking riot. Now, they may have probably got together and fucking cussed out Obama on the television but they were in their homes and were like fuck that black mother f-. that's probably what they were saying they were probably pissed and they were probably angry and they were like man I can't wait till he gets out of office god I hate that piece of shit man man I am fucking mad but they weren't fucking rioting and saying, I'm going to go kill, go out and kill people and he ain't my president and fuck this and fuck that and doing all this crazy shit. And it's like, I thought the left was supposed to be like the peaceful and the heart and all this shit. But then like fucking Trump isn't even in office and like people are just going insane. And it's like, damn, man, what the it's like. I don't get. I don't get it. It's like, and they're protesting the fucking he. It's like, why are they protesting? He just won. He didn't even. He hasn't even done anything yet. It's
1: like, well, the fucking electoral colleges uh, are the fucking archaic system that shouldn't fucking work because Hillary Clinton won the fucking popular vote by like one hundred ninety eight percent. So I don't know how the fuck this works.
0: It's yeah, there's, there, there's a fucking. There's a. My friend has a picture of this magazine. That said, or or there was something that said, like, it was back when Obama, or somebody won. I don't remember who it was. It was like, uh, yeah, back when Obama won. And it said, oh man, we we just love the Electoral College. It it got Obama the win. (laughs) And now that Trump uh, won with it, it says the Electoral College is racist and... (laughs) It fucking doesn't need to be here anymore. It's fucking archaic. Fuck it. It's like, oh, that's funny how you change your tune. Because their their man or
1: their party member didn't win. So, of course, they're going to love a system that helps them win. But if it helps them lose, then fuck it. The system sucks. Look, I personally think that the popular vote should win regardless. That's just me. But the person I voted for didn't win. So, I, I... Well...
0: I don't fucking care. Move on. I mean, and I'm not entirely against that either. I mean, it may. I mean, it, that you you think about that, it makes sense. Popular vote, uh, but then you know, you you look at the electoral college, and it's like the reason that's there is because you don't want one entire state changing the fate of like the rest of the United States. You know, you you would have like, and you would have like. Uh, you could have California making the difference in an election, or I don't know anywhere. You could because it would it would it would come down to one particular state's votes, and uh, and it's like, well, shit. I mean, that's how the electoral college works. And if you came to if you went down to like the the you would you would look at it and it would be like well if we did it this way, it, Hillary would have won because everybody in fucking California wanted her, but the whole rest of the United States didn't want her. That that's that's why we had the electoral college.
1: Yeah, there's a system and it works. Whether you agree with it or not, I still think the popular vote should be the way to go. But that's just me. Um, I and I'm not e- I'm not even
0: against it. I, I I'm yeah, it makes sense. Um. Like button got pressed. There we go. Yeah, all I said was I uh yeah, I agree, but I understand the other system that we have.
1: What I find hysterical, it was the other day. It was the other fucking day. They were talking about how Trump is um in the process of repealing Obamacare and the affordable wellness policy or whatever he was doing, and people are bitching and complaining, and I go, whoa, 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 wait a minute. So, he's not even in office yet, and he's doing something he said he was going to do.
0: So, you fuckers just aren't happy regardless, are you? Uh, Honestly, I'm fine with uh, him fucking up Obamacare, because Obamacare personally fucked up my uh, insurance.
1: Yeah, it fucked up a lot of people's insurance, and again, he's not even in office, and he's already doing something, so... (coughs) I mean, my,
0: my... Say, my psychiatrist won't take my insurance anymore because of Obamacare. I mean, I have to pay out of my pocket now. If I want to go see him, I have to pay $100 (laughs) Uh out of my pocket. So I don't see him as often anymore. It used to be, you know, like a monthly thing. Now it's like, okay, well, I I don't just have $100 that I can just give him out of my pocket when I only get paid, you know, uh, about $400 a month. Cause I gotta, cause I, I gotta pay half of that to room and board. I can't just uh, can't just give you hundred dollars every month. So it's like, okay, we're gonna spread these uh, visits out a little bit, <laughs> <coughs> right? Yeah. So I'm like, okay. That's that's when you that's when you start to personally feel a vendetta against Obama is when he's saying, okay, yeah, okay, this guy is not. <laughs> he, starts, he
1: starts fucking with your shit.
0: You know, when he starts personally screwing up your life, that's when you start to be like, maybe this guy... And I don't even dislike him uh, as a person either. I, I would still I would still be like, hey, Obama, want to have a beer? I don't like you as a president, but hey, you want to have a beer?
1: You're the kind of guy that would have a beer with Hitler. You're, you're just that kind of guy.
0: I don't know about that. <laughs> because... He doesn't seem like a nice person. You don't think so? You don't think he's he, he didn't crack jokes? You know, I bet he did. I bet he had some great jokes about the Jews. Well, two Jews walk into a bar. Not my bar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he had some 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 killer racist jokes. Oh, some I'm fucking, sure he did. Some fucking amazing jokes. But I, I don't think I want to hang out with him. Yeah,
1: I, I'm not sure I want to hang out with him either. Uh, well, that's the wrap-up for the end of the year and the start of the year. Why don't we get into, and there's not too much, but there's quite a bit of news of the week. Yeah, I think... What I should oh. say is the news of the last few weeks, but we're going to just fucking condense it. Um, this is no shit... Late breaking news, this happened about an hour and a half ago, because we did the show late, and we decided to talk about Zelda, because that's more important, but...
0: <laughs> yeah, I think we got the banter down, we're already
1: in like a fucking hour, yeah, right? So th- this is this new format's going to work. WWE Hall of Famer Jimmy Snooker has passed away at the age of 73. Snuka had been battling stomach cancer in recent months. Condolences to his family and friends. Snooker was one of WWE's most popular superstars in the 1980s. Perhaps Snooker's most famous moment is when he did the Superfile splash from the top of the steel cage onto Don Morocco in 1983, which later would inspire Mick Foley to be a dumbass. The next, <laughs> the same year, Snooker's girlfriend Nancy Argento died under suspicious circumstances. Snooker recently faced murder charges, but the case ended up being dismissed due to his deteriorating health. Now, first things first, um, they believe they dismissed the case officially.
0: I thought they found him innocent. They did well. find him.
1: Well, everyone has vouched for Snooker, saying, "Yeah, he's a violent kind of guy, but he's not the type that'll fucking." grab someone and throw him out of a fucking building. Um, so everyone's vouched for him, but he was also fucking dying. And 2017, man, you can't even give us f- a fucking month, can you?
0: Just take of course, your- I mean, the case did kind of seem like... I don't know, man. It, it kind of seemed like something was up there. I mean, she, they found her battered and beaten, and then she died. And it didn't really make... I don't know, from what I read on it, it just seemed awfully suspicious. I'm not saying he did it, but it, I, I don't know who the fuck else did it.
1: Herself. I mean, I don't,
0: I don't, I don't want to fucking blame him, but it's like, it, it kind of just points to him.
1: Hey, OJ got away with murder, so so did the Superfly. But um, well, hey, now they're together. Yeah, now they're together. <laughs> uh, I think
0: the heart. Was that too, was that too soon? No, was that, not... Was that an hour too soon? Not soon
1: enough. Uh, I think the heartbreaking part of the whole fucking thing is Tamina posted a picture of her and her dad holding hands in his hospital bed. And I go, "Well shit. Now you're going to Let- fucking force the waterworks Tamina
0: and watch she'll get a push now." Is she's even on freaking TV? Yeah. I think isn't she like I think she has like a bad knee or something. Uh, yeah, she always works
1: Every time she comes back she gets hurt and you know fuck so yeah, Snooker's gone. That's uh that's a shame.
0: Maybe she'll come back with her last name this time, again. Do you think? She used to be she used to be Tamina Snooker. Then she was just Tamina for a while when they when they started, you know, putting him on trial. And now maybe she now, now maybe they'll probably do the RIP Jimmy Snooker this Monday. Probably. Ma- maybe maybe they'll even show a highlight reel. I don't know.
1: Which by the way, when we get to raw, let me just say for the first time in 3 fucking weeks something happened. Oh, my God, has Raw been boring. <laughs> I mean, outside of Braun Strowman and Sami Zayn, nothing has happened on Raw. Ah, uh, Christ. Yeah,
0: isn't isn't it funny that Braun Strowman is one of the better parts of Raw? <laughs> and that's sad.
1: Not that it's sad, but Jesus Christ. And I love the women's division, but they've, like, done nothing now with it. It's like, oh, Charlotte got the belt back, and and that's it. It's like, well... Let's do something. I mean, there's more fucking people for her to fight. And, and they're still throwing Sasha Banks in the mix. It's like she's had her, like, they fought like a thousand fucking times. That's, that's enough. Just fucking stop. Uh, so Snook is dead, and that's a shame. 2017 has already claimed one victim. Uh, was he
0: was he the first one to ever jump off a cage? I believe so. Because that's the way I've always thought of him. Yeah, I, think I, fe- I feel first- like that's how he, he got that fame. Because he was like the first, the first high flyer is kind of how I look at him. Even though he, I, I wouldn't say he was really a high flyer, it's more like he just jumped off a cage.
1: I mean, I know <laughs> they did shit like that in the NWA with Flair and the Horsemen and the Freebirds and shit, but as far as the tippy top of the cage, I don't... I think he was one of the... I don't know, maybe it's just the fact that he'd swan-dived and it looked pretty.
0: At least, At least an innovator of it. If not the first, At least the first one that made it famous. I mean, we have video footage of it being done.
1: Yeah, and Foley tried to emulate it twice, and look where I got him. Which, yeah, he's
0: a he's a fucking moron which, now. Which it's, by the his way, his fucking his fucking brain is is mush.
1: Which by the way, and I got a couple messages about this. It's not that I hate McFoley as a person. I hate him as a fucking character because kayfabe wise. He's a fucking idiot of a general manager. And if, if you want me to believe that this is legitimate, he's a fucking idiot. It just, we're punishing you, Sami Zayn, for losing. We're going to have you fight Braun Strowman. And then when, when you fight Braun Strowman, we're going to throw the towel and completely just fucking discredit you and all. No, Foley, stop. Get the
0: fuck. And I'm well, sure, you know, and well, I'm sure
1: Ra- Mick Foley is going to have an hour and a half segment dedicated to his career in Jimmy Snooker tomorrow. So. Well, you
0: know, uh, okay, well, see, the thing is, I don't hate Mick Foley. It's just, as a person, he's a fucking retard. That's that's all there is to it. He's just a fucking... Re- he, yeah, I don't know if it's the f- the million head chair shots to the head, the falling off the cell in the Undertaker match, and then getting, falling into a chair through the cell in the Undertaker match, and then falling through the cell in the fucking Triple H match, and then... Just falling and falling and hitting things and just being a general dumbass. I don't know, but he's an idiot. He says stupid things on Raw and in real life. <laughs> he is a dumbass. I, I used to really like him, but just the, and I, even on Raw, he just gets on my nerves. I I wish he would go away because the less I saw of him, I really liked him. But then you get him. You the more you see of him the less you like of the guy. It's like shut the fuck up, Foley. Are you there's something wrong with him. And I hear he might be going away. Like he he's he's alluded to it that he, maybe it's cuz he needs that surgery. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I don't know, but I I fucking let him let him leave. I don't give a shit.
1: Damn, and that's coming from a wrestling
0: fan. Yeah, fuck uh, but- Fuck Foley. He's fucking he's he's his I don't know, he needs to get brain surgery. That's what kind of fucking surgery he needs. It's not
1: because you're team blue.
0: No. Oh, no, well, I am just, just, just saying <laughs> No, I still watch Raw. <laughs> and let me just say the 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 feud
1: between Nikki and Natalia on SmackDown is just not Nikki. uh yeah, Nikki and Natalia. Oh my god. How fucking personal can you get? <laughs> John won't marry you because you suck, or just she can't see you and all that fucking wow. Oh well, God, he
0: won't he won't marry her because she sucks. Damn, why why wouldn't he marry her for that? Hey, she Cena sucks. came out.
1: Hey, Cena said on record, "Look, I'm a selfish prick. I don't want kids, and I don't want to get married. Fuck them all." It's like wow, no wonder when Bray Wyatt brought kids to the ring, you were terrified. Probably thought they were yours. Um, all these kids, John. They're yours The well, it wish kids are Cena fans now man Why did we
0: lose the tag titles uh, Which by the way I was, oh not, my I was not happy with that Oh my god The fucking Go to hell <laughs> <laughs> You got the You got the one You got the good wrestling show Smackdown And then they pull that and then I'm just like Fuck you <laughs> What is What is this They give it to, they give it to fucking, they give it to, they give it to the good guys, the guys that totally do deserve it, but they do it like that, and you make me want to fucking hate them, because I'm so fucking mad that I can't enjoy the, I can't enjoy American Alpha getting the titles. It's like, I wanted them to triumphantly get them one day, but I can't enjoy it, because it's like, you mother, why did you do that? It's bullshit. Anyway, we can talk about that when it... I don't know. Are we going to talk about that? It's going to be a smattering of
1: Raw and SmackDown discussion because, like I said, the last three weeks of Raw have sucked. The New Day got their fucking... fucking... Record from demolition, they didn't fucking deserve it, and they fucking teased me. They fucking teased me. Well, you guys spilled champagne on me, so you're gonna wrestle another fucking match. And they, they knew what they were, they knew DM was watching, and they knew as uh, any fucking team could have came out of the woodwork and beaten the New Day, so long as I don't get that fucking record. And they fucked me anyway. And then the next night on fucking pay per view, they lose the fucking belts. I'm all fuck you and your fucking booking ideas, you fucking assholes fuck the New Day, and, and they're being fucking healed, let me just say this right now okay, this happened I think it was last week, or the week before but they're doing the whole Titus O'Neil thing why are the New Day being bullies like when did this happen, like when did, was it not okay for other people to join them, like they legitimately want to fucking join them, and they're being oh well you're black and stupid, you can't join us Bootios. like no guys, why are we cheering them this I think it's, I think it's because Titus is a, is a heel. doesn't matter. That, that's, fuck that, that's bullshit. I hope the Power Rangers movie sucks because of them now, so they have something else to fucking bitch about. Uh, during a and a session on Bruce Pritchard's Something to Wrestle With podcast, he revealed that the real reason why WWE decided to drop the King of the Ring pay-per-view event was because Vince McMahon didn't like the concept, and it was also the company's lowest sale for a pay-per-view event of that year. The pay-per-view events during the summer didn't do that well, and King of the Ring wasn't a very large, grossing pay-per-view. So Vince wasn't really excited about it, and decided to change it up. Now, I already hear the comments, I already hear people going, well, Stone Cold fucking Steve Austin made his career off of that fucking show, so how can you say it's not a fucking relevant uh, fucking, you're fucking up legacy, and blah, 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 blah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, people, is Austin wrestling? No. Um... So, shut up. Seriously, shut up. Who, who's the fuck if that was the pay-per-view that launched Steve Austin's career? I'll tell you the pay-per-view that really launched his career, that was WrestleMania. And that ain't going away. So, shut the fuck up. Other than that, has King of the Ring really done anything? I mean, honestly, has it really done fucking anything? It,
0: it turned Bad News Barrett into a character nobody cared about anymore. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, yeah, that was King Angle and King Edge the Awesome and and Owen Hart won it, but no one remembers that. We Uh, did get King Booker. We did get King Booker, but, again, did anyone really prosper from the King of the Ring? I mean, legitimately prosper, with the exception of Austin. And that was because Triple H was punished that year. Exactly. So, No. Yeah, I'm just saying. So, uh, While speaking to Sam Roberts, and Carl Car- Anderson stated that he can't wait for Finn Balor to return from the injury, and he's ex- afraid that Balor is kayfaving him about when he'll return to in-ring action. He is. Anderson noted that he named his second son after Balor, his middle name, and he said that he would be hot at him if Balor returned before Anderson thought he would. Carl also added that Balor comes back to WWE should allow them to reform the original Bullet Club. More on that in a minute. We'll just tear everything apart. That's one of those pitches we've thrown. As of this writing, there's no plans for the Bullet Club to reform when Balor returns. However, those plans can always change. Okay, folks. I'm going to say this right now. This is what has to happen at the Rumble. This is one of the things that would make the Royal Rumble fucking awesome. You have Seth Rollins in the Royal Rumble. He's already in the fucker. You know Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns are going to be in it. So, you have Seth Rollins in the ring. The clock strikes down. It's Finn
0: Balor. Okay. Will, will Roman be in it? Because he already has a match. I mean, not to say they can't. he can't have both, but he does have an important match. Just put him in the Rumble. Just fuck it. Because he's going for the championships, you know? Screw that championship. Fuck it. Um,
1: and I figured out how to fix that belt. Get rid of the red and replace it with black. Keep the title the same. Keep the red title, but get rid of the strap. Just make it black.
0: It'll work. Have Roman in the. Fight. So, so make it the old title. Pretty much, yes. Uh, <laughs> you have Balor
1: come back, and you have Rollins, and you have Balor staring at each other, and they're gonna fight. But then Rollins gets backed up by Ambrose. He gets backed up by Roman, and you have Balor getting backed up by the club. And right there, you have an awesome moment. You have the Shield versus the Bullet Club. It pleases the wrestling fans, it pleases the indie fans, and it pleases the casual fans. Make it happen,
0: WWE. Make it fucking happen. By the way, um, do you want to know the odds for who's going to win the Rumble? Uh, Yeah, not (laughs) Taker. Really?
1: Wait till we get to that promo. (laughs)
0: Uh, Because the odds have him winning. Yeah, like a 1,000 to 1. Or no, it's like 1 to whatever. It's actually, um, evened up to Braun Strowman and Taker recently, which is really strange because usually the odds are, um, dead on accurate because, I don't know how that works, but they're usually fucking dead on accurate, I don't, apparently inside info always gets thrown in, somebody knows something, I don't know who knows, but they're always fucking accurate, barring like once or twice, and, uh, so you can usually get that if you want spoilers, but, uh... I don't know what's gonna happen, but I've. I, I, in, in fact, I really don't know what's gonna happen because originally it was supposed to be AJ versus Taker at the fucking Royal Rumble. That's not happening, and now they're saying John Cena and and Undertaker aren't gonna fight at the uh, at WrestleMania uh, because it's gonna be AJ and John Cena one after the other after the other after the other all the way into WrestleMania, and then John Cena's gonna fucking leave and go do his rock shit because he's a fucking dickhead now, and go to hell, John Cena, and, uh, so I don't know who Undertaker's gonna fight, if he's gonna win the Royal Rumble, what the fuck he's doing, but he is looking great, by the way, he's got his fucking hair back, he, he, he lost the gut, he's got some muscle, he, uh, he, he had some mashed potatoes in his mouth when he was fucking talking, though. When he... <laughs> <A little bit. laughs> that's, what, that's what somebody said. I don't, I don't think anybody remembers that he used to do that all the time in the 90s whenever he would say, rest in peace. He would do that all the time when he would finished, rest in peace. He used to do that all the time. And he doesn't do it as much anymore. But it's like, I guess he just did it for fun and everybody fucking... <laughs> Everybody has fucking made fun of that now. There is not a person I have run into who hasn't who hasn't been they should say they should put it on a shirt. Just they'll quote the Undertaker and the quote will just be the quote is just
1: You wanna see something funny, um I hate to do this to you taker, but I have to. Um the very first wrestling game they came out for the Super Nintendo, I think, was WWF Superstars or WrestleMania or something. It was the very first one they came out. Look at Taker's photo; he looks like the guy from Quaker Oats. Uh, was it was it wasn't WrestleMania Arcade? Was it? No, it was the very first game that came out for the Super Nintendo.
0: I swear to I, God he I, looks I couldn't even like... I couldn't even begin to imagine which one it was because there have been a lot of fucking wrestling games and he's been in basically all of them. So
1: uh actually it was, it was it was Super WrestleMania, I'm I'm sorry. Um, it was WWF Super WrestleMania and uh
0: Alright, I'm gonna look. Or or you can post it. I'm looking it up, but you can post it if you want.
1: It's it's just. It's fucking ridiculous. It's.
0: Oh, yeah! That picture! Yeah, I've seen that picture before!
1: Yeah, it looks like. (laughs) He looks like the Quaker Oats guy.
0: I never even connected that,
1: honestly. Well, I connected it the first day I saw it. I go, he looks like the Quaker Oats guy. Uh, We'll get to Taker in a little bit because. Mm, Taker.
0: Man, oh man. Ah, uh, Be- before I move on though, did you know about what he did after the show went off the air? Yeah, he attacked Jericho. Yeah, okay. Yes. We, we we can talk about it later. I just want to make sure you knew about it. Oh
1: yeah, I knew about it. I've again, Raw has sucked the last three weeks. Taker comes back and it's all oh,
0: it's interesting again. Uh I, I have like eight hundred different angles of that saved. I'm
1: sure <laughs> from, you do. All the,
0: from all the different fucking cell
1: phones. <laughs> WWE was interested in bringing UFC Fighter of the Year... Wait, let me start that over. WWE was interested in bringing in Ronda Rousey for this year's WrestleMania 33 event. The two names that WWE had in mind were Conor McGregor and Ronda Rousey. Fuck them both. Following Ronda's loss at UFC 207, many speculated that WWE... Well, might not be uh, interested in bringing her in as once before she has been exposed in her last two fights. However, that's not the case. There was a story that the company is still interested in bringing her in as they feel that she is still a major superstar. Mmm... Not only does the company feel that she is a top superstar, but they also feel that she has a lot of drawing power. Her last fight at UFC 207 against Amanda unions did around 1.1 million pay-per-view buys. Okay, um... Other than the fact that Brock Lesnar is got suspended from UFC and fined $250,000, and his match with Michael Hunt um, got uh, squashed, meaning it never happened, but he's also getting fucking sued. And, uh, and UFC just did a whole... There's a whole bunch of shit going on in UFC right now.
0: But one of the big what stories... Does he get, what is he getting sued for? Taking that growth hormone. You can what? Well, okay. They find what are they gonna? What are the grounds that they're suing him for? I didn't know you could sue him for
1: that. Yeah, because UFC quote unquote knew what was going on, or they didn't test right. So Michael Hunts all. No, that's bullshit. If you knew he was taking him, or he wasn't taking, but if you knew something wasn't right, you shouldn't have had the fucking match. So he's suing everybody.
0: I don't think he can sue Lesnar for that. I think he can sue UFC. I, I don't think they're gonna win that case with Lesnar. They could totally win it with UFC though.
1: Well, the UFC's in trouble right now. Uh, but Ronda Rousey's match against, um, Amanda Nunes, or Nunes, or whichever, however it is, that match was faster than Brock and Goldberg. It's
0: faster than, uh, Punk and, and, <laughs> and Mickey Gall. Yeah.
1: Now, this is Ronda fucking Rousey, and I watched the fight. I watched the fight because I was interested. I went in going, well, you know, she is Ronda fucking Rousey. And, you know, she had eight straight pay-per-view wins, and then she got her ass kicked by Holly Holm. So, maybe it's just that Holly Holm was, you know, she was just that much better.
0: And God bless her, Ronda Rousey sure fucking tried too. She put her hands up. She she was not. She wasn't fucking. She wasn't fucking around. She wasn't. She wanted to win, and she just got her ass kicked. She
1: got beat so bad. I have. She got hammered. I watched it going. She doesn't look confident. Like she doesn't look like she wants to be in there, and she just got hammered. Just. Absolutely fucking hammered, and I says, "What the fuck happened to Ronda? She's got a back round in judo. Why is she boxing? What the fuck?" So the story is that she's done with with UFC. It's it's done. It's over. It's it's two losses straight. Um, the mystique is over. The aura is gone, and now everyone is saying that the reason why Ronda Rousey was as good as she was was because they threw a lot of ham and eggers at her. A lot of people that they knew couldn't beat her and the one time they actually gave her someone that was competent she crippled under pressure and with the whole suicide thing and the whole you know depression thing and I think WWE needs to keep away from Ronda I I really do because something's not right I don't know what it is but she didn't look like she was comfortable in that cage she tried. I remember but it was like once she got hit it was like you knew the fight was over cuz she was not expecting to get hit that hard.
0: I remember Brock tried to give her some uh some advice. He he tried to say you know that she didn't look uh, this was before the fight but he said, you know, once she had gone suicidal, he said, you know, that shit can happen when you take a big loss and that that, you know, sometimes it really goes to your head, and you just, you can't let that shit happen. You gotta try to... You you gotta you gotta find your shit. <laughs> you gotta get back to it. And, uh... And he was just saying, he was confident in her, and... And he's just, that's a shame. But yeah, he's... I mean, the, I'd heard him say it, and a bunch of other guys say that she had basically just kind of lost it after that... After she got her ass kicked the first time. She sounded like she just she whatever whatever it was that gave her all those wins she just she wasn't in it anymore
1: she lacks the eye of the tiger,
0: yeah, um, it's the, her confidence and 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 uh and uh what is it the will to win wasn't there anymore she fucking lost it,
1: yeah she got absolutely. <laughs> She got absolutely hammered in that fight, and the fact that they want to... WWE is interested in bringing her in, I don't think... I don't think the aura is there anymore. I really don't. I think Ronda losing twice... and It's kind of like when they brought Mike Tyson in at WrestleMania 14. For me, it did nothing.
0: Well, it did do something for WWE, though.
1: It did. It got them a lot of mainstream media, but for me, it was just... It's Mike Tyson. Whatever. I've seen him get beat twice. It's like, alright, he's... And that was my thing. So I don't think Ronda can bring anything <clears throat> constructive to the table. I really don't. Um, the only thing I can see her doing is Charlotte winning at Mania, and then Ronda is like, well, you, you fucking, who the fuck you think you are? Hip toss. And that's it. It's like, all right. At one point, I was, you know, Ronda was on my radar. Now she's just kind of dropped off. It's like, hmm. Maybe it was the UFC hype that got behind her, and when they finally put her up against someone that can fight, they realized, you know, <laughs> this isn't good. So, sorry, Rhonda. But that's just my opinion. I don't know about... I mean, it's a shame, because uh she was pretty hyped for a while. Yeah, she was hyped, and now it's just... Again, she got beat quick. That's punk even lasted longer fuck uh kenny omega revealed during a recent interview with sports Illustrated that he has not signed any contracts and he's carefully thinking about what to do next wrestling observer reports that new japan has offered him a new two-year deal to stay with the company but no one is sure if he's accepted that deal yet his current deal with the promotion is set to expire on january 31st now kenny omega for those of you that don't know um, he's an indie guy who got really big in New Japan. He took over the Bullet Club when AJ left, but he kind of snuck his way in during the AJ era. He was kind of supposed to take over when Balor left, but, you know, they got AJ and blah, blah, blah. Long fucking story short, um, TJ Perkins is doing his gimmick, uh, just, just so you're aware. He also throws a Hadouken and a Shuriken in the ring. Uh, Omega is an interesting character And those of you that did not Watch Wrestle Kingdom 10 I recommend to check it out Rest- Ele- 11 wasn't it 11 was it, was it Wrestle Kingdom 11 yeah 11 okay sure uh, I, There's just so fucking many of them uh, I personally think that 7 and 8 were Probably some of the best and Wrestle Kingdom 3 Was fucking awesome but His match with Okada And me and Alex were talking about this before the show Was fucking amazing from a athletic competition standpoint it was an awesome match match of the fucking century I don't know <laughs>
0: um from an like athlete- ba- basically Dave Meltzer um he now you probably heard us talk shit about Dave Meltzer before because he's a fucking idiot um <laughs> but uh The thing is, he has said matches in the past have gone beyond five stars. Or so I've heard. But he officially gave this match six stars. He says this is the first match he's officially awarding six out of five stars. So, and not only that, but he's saying it is the greatest professional wrestling match of all time. And he's not the only one saying it. Everyone is saying it. Everyone is parroting what he's saying, and everyone is parroting what everyone else is saying. So basically, everyone who is anyone and everyone who isn't anyone, everyone everywhere who has watched this match is saying it is the greatest wrestling match to ever happen, ever. Now, I watched this match, and it was really, really fucking good. It was really, really fucking good. It was like Shawn Michaels and Undertaker good. But it wasn't the greatest fucking match of all time good. I mean, I don't think that kind of match exists. I I mean... Well, it does exist, but I think it's a matter
1: of... Here's the thing, folks. Um, There was one match that happened last year at Wrestle Kingdom that, to me, stole the whole fucking event, and that was two guys that are in WWE right now, and they're called AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura. Check that match out. Your religion in wrestling will convert. Um, but this match with Okada and Omega was... It, it was it was awesome. But greatest match of all time? That's a matter of opinion. Um,
0: Actually, you know, I don't even know if I would say it was as good as Take Shawn,
1: because because Taker, Sean. Well, Taker and Sean had like a 20-year build and a history and a... You know, it was... I mean, I ha- I hate
0: to say this match wasn't as good as that, because it was really fucking good, but I, I don't know if I can say it was as good as Taker, Sean, because that was really fucking good.
1: It was an awesome match, absolutely, without...
0: Uh, that, and because I, there was another match on the card that I kind of liked just as much as Kenny and Okada, and I'm trying to think, uh, it was... It was Goto versus Shibata yes. for, the never, for the never open weight championship because they just fucking killed each other and no sold everything. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. Oh my god, they fucking yeah, that was some uh, that was some that was some no selling to the to the highest extent of no selling there. So now my question to
1: you, because this was your first Russell Kingdom, correct? Yeah, your opinions on
0: it? Uh it was uh, it was fun. I mean, I could probably watch another one, but it like I wouldn't I wouldn't subscribe to like new Japan to their to like to their network or the whatever they you, have.
1: their Peresu style. But it's something you can enjoy, though.
0: I mean. Not, not if I had to watch more wrestling during the week. Because, believe this or not, as much as I love wrestling, I get enough of it. <laughs> well, there's, I, there's, honestly... there's only so much you can watch. You have Raw, you
1: have SmackDown, you have 205, you've got NXT, and then you have um, uh, Lucha Underground, and then you have um, TNA if you even... if you don't like your sanity, you can watch AAA, you can watch Ring of Honor, you can watch New Japan, Th- there's only so many hours in the fucking day, where it's like, I quit
0: <laughs> And I, I only watch fucking Raw, Smackdown and maybe a pay-per-view, and then occasionally I, I, I'll check out something from NXT and believe it or not, Raw and Smackdown are enough for me, and I, I enjoy both Smackdown I enjoy a lot more but that is, I mean that that is enough for me to be happy, and I don't, like, when they're over, I'm like, cool, I got the rest of the week to do other shit instead of watch wrestling. I mean, I love wrestling, but there is there is a whole rest of the week to do other things. It's like, wow, look at that, I don't have to do other, th- I don't have to fucking watch wrestling all week. And, uh, uh, and it's like, I, I it was it was really good. I really enjoyed it, and uh, it's it's not necessarily something I would want to watch like all the time. But I, I would watch another Wrestle Kingdom. I mean, especially if it's going to have like Cody again. That's cool because Cody was there.
1: Cody was an awesome attraction to Wrestle Kingdom. Um, the presentation. Did you like the presentation?
0: Um, I didn't. I don't like it as much as WrestleMania. I I think it could use some work. Yeah. Like, it was really fucking dark. I'm not used to that.
1: Well, that's, like, like, that's the old school style that I clam for. I wish WWE would do more of that. Because it's really annoying when you're watching a match and in the background you see a guy jerking off. Um, or you see the fans just being stupid and it's like, no, it's kind of killing the match. But overall, could this be a thing? What
0: what kind of thing for what you the, like a,
1: watching more Japanese pro would that be more your thing?
0: Well, I I don't have any problem with Japanese wrestling, so I mean, I I I'm not saying that I'm I mean, <laughs> cheeseburger. Um, I forgot he was there. Um, I'm I mean I probably won't watch more of it unless it's Wrestle Kingdom, but. I mean, I might catch some things, like a match or two, like if somebody points something out to me and they really want me to see it, but, uh, but I I really enjoyed it, I mean, it was fun to watch, like, uh... At the same time, though, I mean, like I said, I—I I mean, I guess ultimately, I would say I still kind of enjoy WWE more in the end. I—I I mean, I'm sure—I'm sure I'm breaking Strata's heart. No, not at all. It, it's it's
1: it's interesting because you have someone who's raised on WWE, and then you bring them somewhere else, and they either embrace it or they rebel. And it's interesting that there are so many people that will, they'll branch out and they're like, I don't know about this. And then there are some that go, you know, I can get into this in small doses. So you're embracing it. Good. You're learning.
0: I mean, I don't know. You could always say it's just that part of me that wants to be in fucking anti-Smark or something and be like, no, I don't want to fucking embrace it. I want to like WWE. Fuck you, Smarks. No, but it's not like that. It's just uh I don't know, it's just I kinda I, I, I don't know, I just uh it was it was really good, but I I don't know, WWE is just more my my thing. Uh and you were raised but on it. I was, I guess. I mean I wasn't raised on it, but I did watch it as a kid a little bit and then I and then I started watching it again as an adult. And uh but you know, I knew who a couple of these people were. I, you know, I didn't watch the I didn't watch the Rumble, I it, which is funny because Billy Gunn was there. <laughs> I didn't know he was there. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I I I could watch more of it. I just don't know that I will because there's just a. Uh, I don't. I know they don't always have um, English commentary. Well, they started doing that a couple of years ago,
1: so it's it's nice to actually know what they're fucking saying. Um, and they, it was actually Jim Ross going to Wrestle Kingdom that got Nakamura his job in WWE.
0: Yeah, and I, I've I've heard that Jim Ross actually wasn't that good at Wrestle Kingdom. They said Matt Striker was the better one. Jim Ross was
1: okay. It, it was more so. This was Jim Ross's commentary. I spoke to him earlier today. I spoke to him earlier today. I spoke to him earlier. Like every fucking person that came out, he spoke to earlier that day. It's like Jim, did you just talk to fucking everybody that doesn't speak English?
0: I I I heard that he wasn't. Um, the thing was is that he didn't know as much about. Stuff in Japan Well no as, because
1: he's not a I don't want to say he's not a mark per se But he was out of his element You know he's He's an American bound wrestler You know you put him somewhere else And he's he, you're going to see the flaws But he, it's not that he didn't do a, a good job It's just There are people that know shit And there are people that know shit
0: Yeah So Also I, I, I need to mention real quickly Um well, the Gorillas of Destiny. Um, one of them used to be Camacho. I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, I don't know which one it was, but one of them used to be Camacho. Either way, those guys are fucking hilarious. Fucking swearing like sailors. Oh, yeah. Most, mostly the short-haired one. He did all the swearing, mostly. But goddamn, they were cussing so much. I don't, I don't remember the names of the English commentary team. I know one of them Cody fucking hated. Um, I think one of them was Kevin Kelly. On, uh, on
1: commentary. I can't remember who the guy was.
0: I think. But, uh... uh the thing... Uh, the, well, anyway, their names are Tamatanga and Tangaroa. The Grill is a Destiny. Um, one of them was literally just screaming profanity towards the middle of the match. Like...
1: I believe that was Tamatanga.
0: Yeah, every time he would get hit... GOD DAMN YOU! FUCK THAT SHIT! And, like, right before he does a fucking powerbomb... Finish him! Right before he does the fucking powerbomb, he just says, EAT SHIT, MOTHERFUCKER! And it's just like... In the fucking commentary, he's like, I'm sorry, I gotta turn off my mic. And he just starts fucking laughing. And... And, and he can't he can't turn his mic back on because he can't quit laughing, and it is just and he's just oh my god that fucking team and that's I I don't know if that's their gimmick because they can just cuss as much as they want because they're in Japan and they don't have the same cuss words as us I well, guess it's no you know? different if
1: a Mexican or a Japanese guy comes to America and they start cussing in Spanish
0: or Japanese yeah you know that's, what the fuck that's, they're saying yeah that's what that's what I mean so it's fucking hilarious these guys are just you know, and there was a couple other guys, like, uh, the guy Cody fought, uh, dropped a few F-bombs, he said, bring it on! Or, no, he had a hilarious voice, he, he had a high voice, he was like, bring it on motherfucker! American Nightmare, my ass! <laughs> <laughs> Come on! But yeah, the Gorillas of Destiny were like, fucking insane! It's- it reminded me of the guy from ACDC. <laughs> oh, uh, you know, I can't even think of... I can't of think pop- of his name either, but... <laughs> yeah, like girl's of Destiny, you, right before you fucking throw a power... Before you throw a power bomb, you're like, "Eat SHIT MOTHERFUCKER! <laughs> and you're just... And as loud as possible. And every time somebody would get... Every time they would do a, um... A, uh... Uh... A knife edge chop. He would be like, "I hate you, motherfucker! Fuck you, you piece of shit!" <laughs> it was just, oh my god! It was just, it was hysterical. I love that team. I'll probably. I don't. I don't know if I'll ever see them again. But if if they ever if if they do that all the time, I I, I would watch them. <laughs> I would watch them just to hear that. Yeah, yeah that that was that was probably the highlight to me. And somebody put somebody made a highlight video of them swearing. By the way, you can find it on YouTube. Just look up "Gorillas of Destiny swearing" from Wrestle Kingdom, and uh, yeah, let's check
1: it out. Um, so Kenny Omega, which was the original start of this whole fucking conversation,
0: um, might be signing with WWE. Your thoughts? Um, he's a good wrestler, um, he's gonna have to take back all that shit about saying he wasn't coming here, but I'm pretty sure he was just saying that just to, for one, um, because he has a big ego, like all good wrestlers should, and for two, because he wanted to throw people off, and also make, uh, New Japan want him more.
1: Which and, is a smart thing to do, absolutely.
0: And, uh, I honestly I was kind of surprised he didn't get the title, because, uh... You know, I was surprised damn, too. Damn if, he, damn, if he didn't try, he got hit with like eighteen hundred rainmakers at the end of that. Well, match. he almost fucking died at towards the end of the
1: fucking. That poor referee! I've the, New Japan has the only referees that jump. You know to make fucking pinfalls.
0: You ever noticed that? Yeah, and they're, they also like to like cut invisible bread. Yeah. And, <laughs> I don't know what they're doing with their hands at the time, but they're always, like, reaching for things and, like, smoothing out butter and cutting bread and shit. I don't know what the hell they're doing, but it was, uh... Yeah. <laughs> uh Kenny went for the uh, One-Winged Angel probably five times and never hit it. I don't think once. Whereas Okada hit him with the Rainmaker. uh One time he kicked out. And everybody was like, holy shit, a kick out in New Japan, that's impossible! And then he hit him like four more times, but never let go of him. He just wanted to keep hitting him with it instead of pinning him. And then he finally he, he finally pinned him at the end there. Yeah, finally.
1: <laughs> but overall, a good show. And if Kenny Omega comes to WWE, he'll be a decent addition. I think, I don't know where exactly you could put him though. Um you really couldn't put him in the cruiserweight division because he'd probably kill uh, them all. Um, I think
0: he's a little bit
1: too big yeah, for the cruiserweight division. Yeah, I think he's division. too big for it as well.
0: I, I mean, would say shit. Throw, if, I would say throw him on AJ, SmackDown. If AJ Styles is too big for the cruiserweight division, I think Kenny Omega is uh, too. Yeah, I would say put him on SmackDown and
1: let him develop there. Have him and Corbin uh, do stuff.
0: No, see, what what you have to do is you, you bring him in as... Um, um, uh, name him Ken E with a period. Ken E Mega. And then over time, get rid of Mega and just name him Ken E and put him in a w- all-white stable. And they'll become a dancing, clapping stable. Oh, God. They're, they're so, actually so, probably going to do that now. You see where I'm going with this? Just like Big E. You get it? Uh, I, I, <laughs> fuck the new day. Uh. <laughs> just like... And see, he'll have another thing in common with his best buddy Xavier. Yeah, you know they're gonna they're gonna have to cross paths at some point if they ever go if he ever does go to WWE because he's he has that long standing rivalry with Xavier Woods. Up, up, down, down.
1: Um, yeah, check that out. Uh, and last bit of news. Speaking of new day. Now the New Day are no longer the Raw Tag Team Champions. They have broke the title record. Fuck them. There has been backstage talk on what to do next with the team. One idea discussed to turn them a heel. They've already done that because they're being assholes. However, several people within the company are against the idea to turn them a heel because of merchandise sales. Why? AJ Styles is a heel. He's got merchandise sales. Fuck it. Another idea is that WWE officials have been discussing... Splitting them up. Only problem with that idea is they have no idea what to do with Kofi Kingston, Biggie, or Xavier Woods if they decide to pull the plug on the group. You know what you do? Singles
0: careers. I think Kofi, back, I want to say almost, God, they New Day has been together for so damn long. Kofi said, back on Table for Three, he said he was having so much fun with the New Day after his singles career, you know, had been around for so long, he said he was pretty much done. <laughs> That's pretty much what he, he said. He said, I don't know that I want to do this after New Day. Because he said, you know, I've been doing this for a long time now, and uh, he said, you know, after New Day, I don't know where I'd go. Cause, and I kind of I kinda agree with him because Kofi was kind of just f- floating around as a fucking singles guy, you know. Big E wasn't doing shit, and Xavier Woods wasn't even on TV. I mean, we all know that they're talented now, but, like, I don't know. I I just hate for any of them to fall by the wayside.
1: All right. Uh, Yeah, let them do something. And this is the last bit of news here. And it's more so in a bullet point because the rumors are flying everywhere. There were talks about John Cena and The Undertaker having a match at WrestleMania. The plug has been pulled on that. Taker is fighting somebody else. We don't know who. Could be Strowman. Could be Styles. Could be Balor. Could be Kane. Could be Big Show. Could be Shaq. Could
0: <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God! Taker versus Shaq. That would be. That would sell out the stadium yeah. instantly. Are you kidding me? That'd oh. be match of the year, dude. Kenny Kenny Omega versus Okada. That would no. That would be the first seven star match. That'd be the first ten star out of five.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: Fucking. So my question. You- so my question is this: If they're
1: not booking Cena Taker this year, which would have made perfect fucking sense because it's in his fucking. It's in Texas, but WrestleMania next year. <clears throat> is in New Orleans, where he well, lost... Well,
0: no, it's, it's not... WrestleMania isn't in
1: Texas this year. It's in Florida. Florida, whatever. Um, I'm thinking the, rum, the the Rumble. But yeah. next year, is it's in New Orleans where the streak ended. Wouldn't it be something if Cena Taker happens in New Orleans... And here's the story. What you do is you take John Cena, who's never fucking around anymore anyway, and you kayfabe shoot that he wants the title for the 16th time he wants it he needs it and he'll do whatever it takes to fucking get it because i'm in this company i deserve fucking deserve i've earned it you know whatever you have to do you kayfabe shoot and you make people legitimately believe Cena's actually obsessed about getting that fucking title like it's only a matter of time before he gets that fucking title So, throughout the year, you give him a chance to get the title, like number one contenderships, and he loses. And you just keep doing that, and you keep doing that, and seeing as you just build. Now, you don't do the goofy, I can't fucking win! I need to go home and train. You don't do that bullshit. You make it real. You make it true. You make it like John is legitimately thinking about leaving WWE. You actually build it to where he is obsessed about getting the belt, and anyone who's anyone knows he's going to get it if he bitches hard enough. You give the fucking title to Taker, have him beat somebody, I don't know, and have John Cena win Elimination Chamber the next year, because he's not winning this year. He better not, because I'm going to that fucker. And then you have Cena-Taker at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium, where he lost the fucking streak, and you got everyone talking. You got everybody fucking talking. Well, we know Cena wants that belt for the 16th time, Taker's already lost here. But is Taker going to do the honor? Right right there, you make the match bigger than the fucking streak. Make it happen, WWE. Make it fucking happen. Who wins? Taker, of course. Because Cena doesn't fucking need it. Just saying. I think that would be an awesome fucking idea. I think that would be cool. But I guess the real question is, if they're not doing Cena-Taker,
0: who's Taker fighting this year? I have no clue. You have no I hope idea? It's not, I hope it's not... Well, it's not going to be Brock. Brock's going to fight Goldberg. Um, I don't know. Uh, I hope it's not Braun. Um, not that I don't like Braun, because I do. I think he's entertaining now, surprisingly. Um, well, Granted, I never disliked Braun. I was one of the few guys who was like, Hey, Braun can get it done. Just give him some time. But I don't fully trust Braun because Braun is one big son of a bitch. And Taker is is getting smaller. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, as he's getting older, he is getting smaller. Did you know Braun Strowman's uh, Tumblr profile leaked? Uh, no, why? What does it say? a um, uh, Country boy who loves meat and hiking. And it shows him sitting in a lake flexing his arms. You sure it's not his, uh, uh,
0: Instagram? It's either Instagram or Tumblr, it's whatever... I don't don't think it's, I don't think it's a leak, I think he just has it up anyway, because I think I've been there. The point is, is it's funny as hell. Yeah, Um, no, I I think he says, doesn't it say, like, this is where I post, uh, redneck pictures of me doing redneck things or something. Yeah, no, he's a fucking hardcore redneck. (laughs) It's funny because he started out as a fucking rosebud for, for uh, Adam Rose. He was the bunny. <laughs> yeah, no. he was that. He was the goddamn gladiator that was always around with him. There was yeah. always that guy in the gladiator
1: outfit. So, so you don't think Strowman and Taker?
0: Uh, I mean they kind of fucking I, alluded to it on Raw. I don't want Strowman and Taker. I don't know if it'll be Strowman and Taker just because. While I think Strowman is improving very quickly, I have seen him do a few things that seem unsafe. I tell you,
1: Strowman's going to be the one to win the Andre the Giant uh, Memorial Battle Royal. Because it's the perfect scenario. He wants to beat people up. Okay, put him in a match where he gets to do that as often as possible. There you go. Um, That way it protects Taker, because I don't want to see him die.
0: I don't know, maybe... Uh, I, maybe... Maybe it could be like fucking... Uh... Um... Ah, uh, fuck, where did his name go? Uh... The guy that just got buried on SmackDown by John Cena. Yes, that guy. <laughs> you mean Corbin? Uh, Corbin! God, that would be cool. You have a guy that's like the same size as Taker and is really improving, and and he's a dickhead. And he could be like, "Dude, I beat Undertaker. Go to hell!" Right? And he could just and he could just bitch on SmackDown all the time and be like, "Hey, where where are all my? Because that th- would totally go to his his head and be like, Danny Bryan, where are my? Hey, small small ass little bitch, where where are all? Where is my stuff?" When are you going to give me more stuff? Where where are my matches? Where is my title? Where is this? I beat Undertaker. Did you beat Undertaker? No, you didn't. You fucking retired because you have a stupid brain. Now give me this. Give me this. <laughs> give me this. Your brain is fucked. I beat Undertaker. What did you ever do? You didn't beat Undertaker? I beat Undertaker. But yeah, I mean, that would, it would certainly help after fucking John Cena just pulled a fucking prime... Uh, 2008 level Cena match out of uh, out of his ass on Baron Corbin, you know, which was a good match, but I went, oh, why? That yeah, wasn't a good match. <laughs> that was a that was a fucking Super Cena era match right there. That was Baron Corbin beats up John Cena for uh, let's see, twelve minutes, and then John Cena makes a comeback at the end and AAs and wins. <laughs> that was a classic. Classic Cena-era match. I'm kind of glad it happened, though, because one of my friends um, who only started watching wrestling in the last, I want to say, two years never got to see Cena in that era. Um, so he kind of liked Cena because he only got to see Cena in the U.S. title era having all these great matches and not seeing John Cena bury people. So he's like, no, what's wrong with Cena? I don't believe you people about Cena being a dick. And I'm like, well, now you get to see it. I'm like, there it is. There's classic Cena right there.
1: Did I say he's has a And look, uh, by the way, that new show that came out um, after Raw or whatever that is with Heyman and uh, JBL. Good show. Check that out. Um, but Paul I watched ne- it. Paul Heyman proved a point. John Cena is the busiest fucking person. The WWE has ever fucking had. Austin, Hogan, Brett Shawn, nobody has ever been able to keep his fucking schedule. And it's all about asses and seats. And John Cena always puts asses to seats. And I get that, but that's no excuse to be fucking lazy. I'm just saying. It's just... Yeah,
0: no, and I... I agree that John Cena is a workhorse when he's working for WWE uh, like for years for years and years he worked his ass off I mean all he was ever doing was was I mean when he got off of work like when he got done wrestling he went to another place to do more for the WWE when when he wasn't wrestling he was doing this for WWE uh, you know that's oh, let me go let this cat out real quick <laughs> I did not want that cat just, you know, explosively annihilating my floor. Yeah, so I, that, that would uh, like John
1: Cena, what he did to Baron Corbin. <laughs>
0: um, so, yeah, no, for years, I would say, you know, Cena, you know, just nonstop did nothing but support WWE. But now it's like, I don't think he can really say that anymore. I think I kind of agree with Dean Ambrose and AJ Styles. And I know it's sort of a work shoot. They're just trying to, you know, have a cool promo, and they just want you to, they're, they're just, you know, they're trying to work us marks. They're trying to make, they're, you know, well, it's I not. I love how the contract signing last week, or two weeks
1: ago, they are saying that John Cena cut, like, the promo of his life. I watched it, and I went,
0: no, he didn't. It is... they, they, they said that? All he did was the same old fucking promo he always does.
1: Yeah, the, the same exact... Fu- like, now, you've pissed me
0: off. Now... oh uh, man, man, gonna- now I have something to prove. You're right. I gotta kick your ass to prove I still belong here. Yeah, we've heard it before. It's no...
1: Fu- it's like, okay, so... AJ Styles is the first indie person... Well, no, actually, it was... Kevin Owens was the first indie... P- it was Daniel Bryan who was the first indie... CM Punk was the first indie... Uh, Wade Barrett was the first. They've done this
0: before, (laughs) haven't they? (laughs) And uh, it was just I I liked AJ Styles' way uh, promo way more because he brought up the shit that he said about The Rock. Because you know how Cena went back on everything he said about The Rock. Oh yeah. And it was like that. Really took that. Really fucking piss me off because that was something i really appreciated about cena for a long time because everybody knows i don't like the rock i fucking can't stand the rock and so i always liked that john cena said all that shit about the rock years ago now i was fine that they that they became friends because you can be friends and still feel and still have said some shit about a guy a long time ago you don't have to take it all back I mean, you can you can still, you don't have to be, you don't have to one day say, hey man, I was completely wrong about all this fucking shit I said about The Rock. Man, that was the dumbest shit I ever said. I can't believe I said all that stupid shit. I was completely wrong. Yeah, he's saying it now because he's going down the same path as The Rock. And he's like, hey, you know. Well, he's also beating them too. So, of course, he's going to take it all back. And, but he's just like, hey, you know, it's kind of nice being in The Rock's position. Hey, I was fucking wrong. And he's saying he's fucking wrong because because he doesn't want to be a hypocrite, so he wants to take it all back so he doesn't sound like a fucking hypocrite. And AJ's like, "No, Cena, you weren't wrong. <laughs> you were completely fucking right. Now you're just like the Rock, you piece of shit." And Dean Ambrose said the same shit when he and he's a face. And he says it all the time. He still brings up Cena on occasion. Whenever you see him on talking smack, he still talks shit about Cena even though they they don't even have a program right now. Like Cena'll just come up and 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 Dean Ambrose will just throw in a jab about Cena being a bitch or something, you know? And uh and it's like uh it's just I don't know, man. It, it, that just rubbed me the wrong way. Taking back the shit about the Rock, and then, and then, uh, Cena just going back, on, just going back on all that, and then saying this, and then burying Baron Corbin, and then, I don't know, man. It's just fuck, sucks, sucks. John Cena is going. He's you know like okay. So I was saying that he did all this for WWE. So you're saying you don't like Cena.
1: The pro, well, the issue, <laughs> it, well, yeah, and I, I it's never because really, he beat Bray Wyatt, isn't it? Yeah, that was, was the, the th- that was the day I'll never forget. That was the day you went. I, I support John Cena. Fuck him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll never forget that. The minute, the day he beat Bray Wyatt, you went. Fuck him. <laughs> the the funny thing is, is, I've kind of went back and forth on whether I. Think he's okay? Whether he has, I mean, he can have some good matches, especially this last couple of years. And a lot of times he'll say some stuff, or he'll do some things that are really cool, really nice. And um, and I'll and I'll you know I'll kind of bring it back in. I'll be like, okay, Cena, you're being a good guy. But then like lately, it's just kind of like, wh- where does he keep going? Like apparently he's filming that show or something. So it's like. I know you're not going out there helping WWE right now, because it doesn't take fucking three months to do that. You would be much better off helping WWE by being here. Right? Actually on the show, and wrestling. That's what wrestlers do. If you want to be a pro wrestler, you come to the show and wrestle. You don't leave for three months. That's... And, I mean... I I understand the whole... After the show is over, you go and do other stuff, like... You know, press conferences and talk shows and all that—that's completely different. But leaving for three months and doing something that isn't related to wrestling at all is not fucking helping. I mean, you say that it is, like, oh, you're getting your you're getting WWE's image out there. It says, no, I think that's more getting John Cena's image out there and making your name bigger. And maybe it'll get WWE's name bigger a little bit. But uh, I mean, when you think of The Rock nowadays. When he gets his name out there, I don't think it gets WWE's name that much bigger. I think it gets Dwayne Johnson's name a little bigger, because uh, when you see his movies, people don't suddenly go like, "Oh, hey, I want to go watch wrestling." <laughs> uh, no, I don't think. I don't think when uh, John Cena's off doing his new American Grit show, people are going like, "Hey, let's go watch some WWE after this." Right, because he's he's not promoting the WWE there, so I I'm just like I'm kind of I'm kind of fed up with the shit. I think AJ had that promo down, and I was saying you know of course that was like a worked shoot where you're supposed to kind of side with AJ. He's supposed to be the cool heel, and he's supposed to work us. He's supposed to make us feel like John Cena's a dick, and it worked because I do. <laughs> I fell hook, line, and sinker for that. So it was a very successful promo. But, you know, I think there is some truth there. John Cena did not very good... He didn't do a very good job of turning me back around in his promo. We'll just put it like that. But, yeah, you mentioned the the Heyman uh, JBL thing. Yeah, that was an interesting thing they had there. It was basically like a uh, Fuck You Smarks show. Which, finally,
1: honestly, finally, it's nice to actually hear WWE react to the internet smarks and give it right back to them, but there, it was also, I felt, a degree of protection. Like, they didn't necessarily, I think, give their actual opinion, you know what I mean? Like, they wouldn't bash Cena, they protected him, they go, well, he's the hardest fucking guy here. Like, well, yeah, but what do you really think about him? You know what I mean? (laughs) Um and then JBL going off af- going off on Bret Hart, I'm sure put a smile on your face.
0: I thought, I saw the commercial like, for the are you show mad before. What well, the commercial for the show was on Raw before it actually came on, and they're like, and all I could all I could hear was, what is Bret Hart so damn mad about? And I'm like, oh, this is gonna be good. <sighs> yes, and sure enough, JBL is just like, what in the hell is Bret Hart so mad about? He's one of the greatest. Wrestlers of all time, a legend, why is he so mad all the time? And it's like, yeah, why is he so mad all the time? And, uh...
1: Well, Jimmy, and S- I did, well, Jimmy Snook is dead, so thank you, Seth Rollins.
0: And I, I thought it's funny that now they have both Sam Roberts and, uh... Fuck, now I just lost the name of the other guy. Uh, who was on there? I the guy? Michael Landsberg? Was it? No. No, no, Michael no, Landsberg. no, um... Fuck, I can't think. But it's the two guys that I you always see that interview wrestlers that didn't work for WWE. And now they're both... They both seem to have a job with WWE now. Yeah, well, they like, made big like, names for like, them. Good, good for them. You know, it was like Michael Rosenberg. Rosenberg, that was his name. So it's Rosenberg and Sam Roberts both seem to have connections with the WWE now. I'm like, well, good for them. It's about time they got noticed. Because I've, I've watched those two on YouTube shit for, for ages, and they've always never actually had any real association with the company, and they've always wanted to, so now le- they've got some minimal ties, because Sam Roberts is actually on the pre-show now, so I guess he's actually got, like, a full job with him.
1: It's good for PR. Um, so basically what we took out of that was, um, fuck you, Cena, hopefully Taker kills you. Uh... We've pretty much covered most of the bases here Why don't we get into, real quick, I'm going to just say The UK tournament, I know what's going on I haven't had a chance to catch it, forgive me But there's only so much fucking time in the day So forgive me all you UK fans Um, Hopefully you're enjoying it Because you're probably going to get a pay-per-view out of the deal So, yay and shit Why don't we get into the last three weeks Of Monday Night Raw Compressed into a couple of minutes
0: Okay, who's going to do it? Are you going to
1: do it? uh, Yeah, I'm going to do it So, here's what's been going on on Monday Night Raw for the last three fucking weeks, including this one recently. Um, Rusev and Jinder Mahal have teamed up, and they're doing nothing but beat up Enzo and Kaz.
0: And Jinder Mahal is jacked! Jacked.
1: Jesus Christ, I don't know when that happened. Um, People are alluding to steroids. He's also taller.
0: I don't know how that happened.
1: (laughs) I don't know how that happened either, but he got huge quick. Um, Yeah. Uh, Braun Strowman has been killing people. Sami Zayn uh, has been dying at the hands of Braun Strowman. And Chris Jericho, Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, and Roman Reigns have pretty much been the main focus point. The cruiserweights are somewhere in there. Neville is a heel, which I didn't fucking see coming. He's the new cruiserweight champion. And, And the women's division is... I don't want to say stagnant, but they're now not doing anything because they burned us out on Charlotte and Sasha. But they're terrified to push anybody else. That has been fucking raw for the last three weeks. Boring
0: as shit. Can, can I mention I really like Jack Gallagher? And I think everyone likes Jack Gallagher. Did you see the Did duel? He, I fucking love the duel. I fucking love Jack Gallagher, dude. He's like my favorite cruiserweight. I, you know, I told you how I fucking had it up to here with the cruiserweights. When they added 205 Live, which I was forced to watch to get to SmackDown Live because they're assholes, because they just decided, hey, fuck, fuck SmackDown. Which is why they brought Undertaker to Raw, because even though he was like, hey, I'm, uh, I'm a SmackDown guy. Um, uh, yeah, they, they decided to put a Raw show on. Uh, on the network before a SmackDown show for some reason. Anyway, um, yeah, so I was forced to start watching, I guess, 205 Live so because I, I, I would I would miss SmackDown Live, or, or Smack Talking Smack. Talking Smack, yeah. But yeah, so I started watching 205 Live, and uh, I've actually kind of gotten into it a little bit, and part of it is because Neville is on there, and he is fucking awesome. Um, and he's not even doing all the crazy flip shit that he used to, and I kind of like it more. I'm kind of li- I'm kind of digging the new Neville, especially his promos are way better than they used to be. You still can't understand him, but he's just sinister. He-, he is fucking angry. He is the Hulk. And and he looks like a goblin. <laughs> I mean, he kind of always did, but now he looks like a fucking evil motherfucking goblin. But Jack Gallagher, damn, <laughs> he-, he is great. Not only can he wrestle, But, God, he is... He is a fucking... He is an extraordinary gentleman. His stupid ass... His... His... (laughs) his trunks... I have come out here to
1: interrupt the match and let you know that I'm coming down to give you what for.
0: (laughs) He's like, As an extraordinary gentleman, I must inform you that I am here to interfere in this match. (laughs) Now how's that? <laughs> and he's like, "We shall have a duel." And he just smacks him with a glove and walks away and throws his coat behind him at the same time. It's fucking great. And uh, and there was that. There was a part where I, I think it was actually on uh, it, uh, Raw, where they all do a um, or it may have been on a pay per view. I'm not for sure. No, it was on. It was no. I remember what it was. It was on uh Tribute to the Troops. Because he was on there. Um, They all... All the cruiser... It was like a three versus three cruiserweight match. They all went to do a suicide dive. They all went to do some crazy suicide moves. Jump over the rope. Jump through the rope. And then it was Gallagher's turn, right? Because all the faces were doing crazy moves. And so he's like... He crosses himself or whatever. And then he runs. And then he just politely steps through the ropes. And just does a jumping... Uh... Uh... Hammer over the <laughs> off the apron. He doesn't do a suicide dive. <laughs> it was great. He just his his the reason I I started liking the cruiserweights is because of Jack Gallagher because he actually has like uh, a character. He's not just a wrestler because I think that's what the cruiserweights were really missing to me was they didn't have any kind of definable traits or character there
1: was no meat to the potatoes
0: yeah and and two uh, they've really stepped it up in two a five live they've kind of actually got a storylines going especially with with the uh, Noem dar who's like ali Fox oh my god but like uh, yeah I mean freaking uh, Jack is just like he's got all kinds of character and charisma he's a little bit ridiculous he looks like he belongs with uh, the vaude the, vaude, the vaude villains uh, but he's a face and he and he's he seems like he's a hell of a better wrestler than they were not that they're bad but uh, he's just really good and uh, he reminds me of a very small Conan O'Brien uh. Yeah, he's he's fucking hilarious. And then you got Neville, who is. um. insane. And then everybody else, uh. there's. there's that one guy who is a. in shape, short version of, uh. Damien Sandow. I, I can't, think can't take that's it. That's Tony in. Nice. Yeah, that's him. Damien Sandow. Uh. Poor Sandow, where has he been? Uh. He's wearing a fur coat in TNA and wearing makeup right now. No joke. Um, And he's doing, like, some weird gimmick. Because it's funny, when he came in, he said he wasn't going to do any weird gimmicks, but now he's wearing lipstick, eyeshadow, and wearing this weird long trench coat, fur coat thing, and spray tan stuff or something. It's really weird. Uh, Yeah, I haven't even watched a video of it. I've only seen, like, screenshots. Um, And then there's, like... I I can't even name most of the Cruiserweights because they're not as interesting as those two. (laughs) I just... I know who they all remind me of. Like, Tony Neese is like... I call him Sandow. Um, Rich Swan, I remembered him, because he's a champion. He's like... He's like, um... Bargain Ben Kofi. Uh because he's got the dreads. I guess you could say it's cuz he's black too. If you want to if you want to go down that road. Yeah, well, you know. If you want to go down that road, he's uh his teeth look messed up, man. <laughs> he doesn't look he doesn't look healthy. He he doesn't Kofi looks Kofi looks healthy. Fucking Rich Swan looks like he's... I don't know, man. He, his teeth are all messed up. And, uh... I don't know. I oh, and you got the, uh... The array... The, um... Davari. The new Davari. The the not old Davari. The the younger Davari. The one that's feuding with Gallagher. Uh, yeah, Noam Dar, who gets who gets off on getting slapped. That he does. Because every time every time he gets slapped, he just turns back around. And he's like, "Oh, I want to try again," and she just slaps him again.
1: He's like, yeah, bitch. Uh,
0: anyway,
1: uh, this week's RAW opens up with, well, what do you know? A performance review, And Seth Rollins comes in. The, comes over. But by the way, I'm. I'm in the- well, okay. okay uh, so there's going to be a performance with Rick Foley, so I'm thinking, oh, are they going to get rid of him? Maybe, who knows. Uh, Strowman versus Rollins ends in a double countout because of reasons. Uh, Strowman moved and he landed on the barricade. He pummeled Rollins on the outside. Double countout doesn't really hurt anybody. You know, it, it is what it is. Next match was your boy, Jack Gallagher, beating up Drew Gulak. Uh... Gallagher hit the headbutt. Um, he headbutts now?
0: That's his finisher. I swear I thought it was something else. Yeah, he fucking just headbutts the shit out of people to finish the match. Yeah, that's that's one thing to do. Uh, Shawn Michaels comes down to the ring to hype the Royal Rumble and goes, oh, by the way,
1: I'm, uh, uh, I'm a former, uh, Rumble winner, and, uh, you know, I won it twice, and, uh... Also, watch my movie. Watch my movie, and then, uh, Rusev and Mahal came out and they're all penis joke! And then Enzo Amore and Kaz come out and they're all penis joke! And then there's a match and uh, the it, Rusev gets the... No, Rusev doesn't win. Kaz challenges Rusev to a match um, but he's going to fight Jinder instead. Jinder got beat and Rusev got hit with sweet chin music and Enzo Amore looks like a hedgehog. It's pretty much it. I mean,
0: yeah. Uh, You know what's funny? I heard that. Go see my movie. um, I heard that Enzo was legitimately injured, and that's why he's been in the wheelchair. Well, why the fuck would they let him get out of the wheelchair and jump around in the ring?
1: Again, I don't know. I know he did. He did get fucked up um, because he showed his bruise um, that he got from Rusev, and it's a big fucking bruise. So I think he is hurt. Just how hurt? I'm. I'm not sure.
0: Cause I don't. I. I think they would want him to heal, not get out of the wheelchair and jump around on one leg and fuck around and actually walk around on that leg and shit. I. That's just. I think he's having a little bit too much fun. If I mean, I would think they would want him to stay home and heal, or or at least stay in the chair. Right. I mean, it just seems. It just seems a little bit too ridiculous. I don't know. I could be wrong. Just saying.
1: could be wrong. Uh, Neville defeats Lins Dorado. It was uh, rather actually a quick uh, match. And Neville won with the Rings of Saturn. Did not see that move in a long time and didn't expect Neville to pull out a submission. Go, Neville. Uh, Rich Swan comes down. He's all, hey, I'm going black your ass. And Neville's all, nah, you're not or whatever the fuck his dialect is, I don't know, whatever French Wales sounds like. Uh, Seamus defeats Luke Gallows because of reasons. We then have Mick Foley in the ring, and he's talking about um, his match with The Undertaker, because, you know, heaven for fucking bid Foley not talk about him, and all of a sudden the lights go out, but it's Stephanie, and she's all, you people, you know, fuck it, and Taker can, you know... Here's what we're gonna do with your performance review, Foley, you fucking suck. You you're gonna get fired, your daughter's a piece of shit, you're losing your fucking teeth, you're you fucking you're balding, you your wardrobe sucks, get the fuck out of my ring. Then the gong goes off, and it's the undertaker. He goes into the ring, he grabs the hold of the microphone, he goes I'm in the rumble, bitches. I'm a fuck some ass. And I got twenty nine holes to fill. Mic drop! And that's it. Um, Rest in potatoes. So, Taker's taker's (laughs) in the Rumble. And it's in Texas.
0: Is he going to win? We'll see. And if he wins, who the fuck is he going to main event with? Uh,
1: Whoever he wants?
0: Yeah, well, yeah, but
1: who the fuck does he want? Well, it's he's only got an option of two. AJ
0: or Owens. Assuming that they're both still champion, so it could be um it could be Cena or Roman Reigns. And I've heard a lot of rumors that it could be Roman
1: Reigns. Now, why would they do that? The people already don't like Roman as is. So, <laughs> when
0: when has that ever stopped them from doing something with Roman Reigns?
1: You got a point. Ever? You got a point. I Not... mean, and and
0: and look at Cena. They've been doing stupid things with Cena for like uh fifteen years.
1: <laughs> That's par for the course. Uh, we we then have um, Nia Jackson, Charlotte Flair, defeating can't cut a promo Bailey and can't get a win Sasha. Uh the heels get the win, so yay. The New Day coming out of the ring and invite Titus O'Neil to discuss what happened last week. They're still not going to let him fucking uh join the New Day. Um They show him footage of NXT, so they embarrass the fuck out of him. Titus fucking... They have him redo it again. He drops the keg anyway. Titus gets angry. Kofi fights Titus O'Neil. Kofi gets the win. So basically now, the New Day are a bunch of fucking
0: bullies. I think... Uh, or this was a prediction. I think... Maybe one of them isn't going to be able to beat Titus, and that's going to cause some friction. Uh, Or, maybe that won't happen at all. (laughs) I'm leaning towards maybe that won't happen at all, actually. But it was an idea I threw around in my head. Also, they should get New Jack, and call it New Jack Day. Uh... No. Uh and the main
1: event, oh my god, this was a 3-hour show. The main event is Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens going up against Roman Reigns for the US title. Jericho gets the win and is the new US champion. So pretty every- sure Ro- pretty sure Roman's <laughs> getting that uh championship. Yep, it took me 30 seconds to piss everybody off. I was again, I'm a, I don't like you know chat rooms and board rooms and all that because everyone has a fucking board rooms (laughs) chat boards whatever the fuck they're called you know what i mean fucking fucking chat uh message boards message boards that's not the word i was looking for but as soon as jericho won the internet exploded oh my god they finally got the belt off of roman reigns oh thank god oh thank god oh thank god so now you know roman can win the world title right Oh, fuck! Oh, no! What are they doing? WWE does a know how fucking book. It took 30 seconds for them to turn those cheers into cries. Because now
0: they know Roman can win that belt. I knew that's what they were heading for. Um, I knew they were going to do that eventually because I knew they weren't going to make Roman Reigns a double champion. No, no, I knew they weren't going to, and so I was like, he's not heading into the rumble with that fucking U.S. (coughs) Championship. I was just waiting for when he was going to lose it, and I was like, well, tonight seems pretty opt for him going to lose it because everything. I mean, he was beat up, and he had to fight two people, and it was like, okay, I'm expecting him to. Pull some super Cena shit, or Super Reigns, as we can call it now. Samoan power, uh, but and there were a couple moments where I'm like, "Is he gonna win?" Ah, but I was still ultimately pretty damn sure that uh, he was gonna lose it, and uh, and he did. So yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure he's gonna get a hold of that Universal Championship. Yay. All they got again,
1: all they gotta do is take the red from the, the strap, from the leather, and just replace that with a black strap. And the Universal title will look better. Because it's too what? much fucking red.
0: Well, yeah, then it'll just be the fucking WWE title. Except the title in the back will be red. The, Isn't
1: that? Basically, take the women's championship and take the white and turn it black. That's all you gotta do. That's all you gotta fucking do. Simple fix, and then the people will will stop bullshitting on it because the title does look ugly. It fucking does. I'm just saying. That's Monday Night Raw. Now, finally, something happened on Raw, but other than Undertaker's, um, <clears throat> I'm dying here. Other than Undertaker's um, rest in potatoes match uh, promo. Not much really happened other than Jericho winning the US title. So, okay, whatever.
0: Also, it's funny that Undertaker came back what was it? Like 3 months ago on SmackDown and said, "SmackDown has always been my home, and you guys better kick raw's ass or there's going to be hell to pay." And fuck 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 Raw and fuck Raw and fuck Raw and fuck Raw, and I'm never going to Raw, and SmackDown is my home, and fuck Raw, and fuck Raw, (laughs) and, oh, and by the way, I'm back, and WrestleMania isn't gonna define me, and fuck Raw, (laughs) and fucking three months later, uh... I'm here on Raw, and I'm going to fight in the Royal Rumble so I can go to WrestleMania, where I'm going to wrestle at WrestleMania, and I'm here on Raw. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. This, this okay, is, this, Undertaker. Is mother,
1: this is my motherfucking yard. I got 29 motherfuckers to fuck, and I got 29 holes to fill. Y'all get and it's fucked.
0: Like, it's like, I love Undertaker to death, so I don't care, but it's like, Undertaker, what happened to, to SmackDown? The Solidarity, right? What happened to being a SmackDown guy and not just wrestling at WrestleMania? I mean, okay, Royal Rumble counts, but are you going to wrestle anywhere in between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania? Because otherwise, that's not really, you know...
1: You know why he <laughs> showed up on SmackDown and told them to win? Because Seth Rollins was on the Raw team, and Seth Rollins fucked up Sting, so Taker got fucked out of a money match. That's why I told the SmackDown people, it's fucking Seth Rollins. Kick his ass. <laughs> I side with Brett.
0: <laughs> and it's just like now that Seth Rollins lost,
1: he's all now I'm gonna fuck all twenty nine of you. And the whole, but the whole thing too. With he's the, like the M Bison of the of this. Actually, if you think about it, tells people to do their jobs
0: and he's gonna fuck them anyway. <laughs> WrestleMania will no longer define me. But I'm only going to show up for Wrestlemania, okay? So just... It, it probably will still only define me. But it won't define me, okay? So just... And I'm in the ta- rumble now. Just, um, just take my fucking word for it. Bong. <sighs>
1: that was raw. Why don't we quickly get into SmackDown? Yeah, I'm just going to do... Uh, Let me just say again... um the whole Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt thing makes no fucking sense to me at all. Uh, and it made no fucking sense. But when they, got, when they got the tag titles, I went, okay, so they're doing something with it. And then two weeks later, they lose
0: them. Well, like, what was Brent? the fucking point? Randy Orton was in it for the long haul. He never betrayed anybody. He never even got the chance. He's, le- he's legitimately pissed <laughs> that they lost the titles. He is pissed that the family got fucked because there was a miscommunication between him and Luke Harper. Like, he's like, hey, man, this was my family. This was my family, too. Man, this ain't right. I want to keep these ties with y'all. This was a good family. And it's like. We all thought he was going to fucking betray everybody eventually. No, that didn't even happen. They just fucked up and lost the titles. They didn't get a chance to do it. Yeah, he never got the chance to do anything. It just... They win the titles. I'm happy as fuck. And then two weeks later, American Alpha, they had a great match. It was a great match. Shit happened at the end. American Alpha did some cool shit and won the titles. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like... And I'm just like... Uh, 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 they lost. I mean, I literally just—I just blurted it out. I was like, "They fucking lost." What? What? They fucking lost.
1: Now that feeling I, right there is how I felt when the new day broke the record and then lost. That—that that same feeling of emptiness hurts, doesn't it? <laughs> And I thought of you, too. I even watched the fucking match. I'm like, there's no way American Alpha is going to win. Oh, Alex is going to be
0: pissed. (laughs) I mean, it's just... They only held it for two fucking weeks. It's like... Come on! I mean, and Bray... Bray wasn't even involved in the loss. No, he wasn't! (laughs) And he tried to play Peacekeeper. He was like, hey, guys, hey, break it up. It's okay, cool. fucking chill out. But then... They tried to get him back, which I guess I get in that. I'll get to that, or I'll just mention it right now. They tried to get him back on this SmackDown, and this time they had Bray in the match, and somehow Luke Harper and Randy Orton got involved. I guess again, and it fucked up the match. And once again, Bray is like, "Hey guys, chill the fuck out. It's cool." And then. Luke Harper turns around, tries to throw a super kick in Randy's face, and kicks the shit out of Bray Wyatt. And Bray Wyatt stands up and looks at Luke Harper like, you son of a bitch. (laughs) And then he just walks off. He doesn't say anything to either one of them. He just has this look on his face like, I am so sick of this shit. (laughs) I am sick of losing. (laughs) I am sick of this shit. Bray Wyatt is just pissed. He just fucking leaves the ring. Doesn't say anything. He just hops through the ropes and fucking walks off. It's like I am sick of this shit. I'm sick of it.
1: Sick of it, man. No, fuck kayfabe. I'm sick of it. <laughs> so does it hurt that they were finally giving the Wyatt something and then they took it away?
0: Yeah, I don't even know what they're doing with him. I mean, what? where does this go? I mean, Bray has nothing... doesn't even have anything to do with the loss. They haven't even involved him really with it. I mean, they put him in the rematch, but he still wasn't involved with the... with how it went down. It was still a Luke Harper, Bray... or Randy Orton thing. He's still playing Peacemaker, which is really strange, actually. Bray looks like the good guy here. Is this leading to a Bray face turn, maybe? Which would be... I don't know. Weird. It will be good, because people fucking like Bray and want to cheer for him, but, uh, but then what happens to the rest of the Wyatt family? It's like, I mean, I, I, I mean, I, I want to say fuck him, but I kind of like, um, all of them, especially Luke Harper. Luke Harper is a talented man. Anyway, um, SmackDown Live, last Tuesday. Um, I, I guess I should catch up the fact that everybody knows Dean Ambrose and Renee Young are an th- item now. Yeah, because that, that it,
1: was an awesome promo by The Miz, who basically pulled his dick out and slapped Renee over the face with it.
0: Uh, yeah, The Miz, Miz got a award from... Pro Wrestling Illustrated for Most Improved Wrestler of the Year, and I absolutely believe he uh, deserves that. Um, not only as a wrestler in the ring, but as a wrestler in general. my so thing with the Fomo. Miz is
1: he's always been consistent,
0: though. Why is it
1: just now people are starting to get on the Miz train?
0: He has been consistent, but um, he he... What's the word? He put an edge... On his character this year. Or last year, rather. He... The stuff he started talking about... And the stuff... And, like... It started with Talking Smack. Where he started doing, like, a work shoot. Where he went off on Daniel Bryan. And where he just started... He started getting edgier. He started saying things and doing things that were just mean. Spirited. And he stopped being less... I mean, he's still Hollywood... But it's not as emphasized as just being better than people. He's just better than you. He's the best motherfucker that ever was, and it's all about that fucking title. He's legitimately about being the fucking best, and uh, he's less about being a prissy little cunt and more about being just the best. He is the absolute fucking best. He has the best wife. He has the best suits. He's like Ric Flair. He's he's just... He's awesome. And um and his wrestling style has improved. He's more he's fucking vicious in the ring now, and it's part of it is because he's doing Daniel Bryan's moves. <laughs> he added extra moves to his arsenal by ripping off Daniel Bryan <laughs> And uh and like he's had so many good matches now. Like with fucking Dolph and it's just who turned yeah that was uh welcomed honestly but uh yeah anyway uh i should get back to it uh so earlier i i guess late last year maybe or earlier this year i don't know when it was um so we've known that dean and and uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. Dean and uh, Renee Young were dating for years now. It's not a very well-kept secret, but they didn't say it on the air because it's not really a thing. It's, it's, cave, it's not in kayfabe. But there's been little hints dropped on Talking Smack uh, just for fun, just just to make Talking Smack fun, I guess. And then on, uh, on SmackDown a little while back, uh, the Miz screwed up. He he basically screwed himself out of a out of a title match by, I guess it was pulling Dean out of the Dean out of the ring, and it cost him a title match. And so Renee interviewed him the next week and said, "Isn't your obsession with Dean Ambrose, you know?" You know, kind of a big deal. I mean, it cost you a title match, and 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 uh, Miz just retorts instantly with this big smile on his face and says, "My obsession." Says uh, he's like, "I'm obsessed with Dean Ambrose." Uh, aren't you the one sleeping with him? And she's just like so taken aback. She just it's like she got hit with a fucking shotgun blast to the face. She just, she just explodes backwards, like, (laughs) just fucking flies backwards, like, I was like, damn, she got hit like a fucking cannonball, and then she just, like, like, immediately like a fucking, uh, like a whiplash effect. Her fucking arm just comes right back around and just smacks the shit out of Miz, <laughs> and and Miz doesn't even care. He has a smile across his face, you know. And uh, and then she just and you see her ripping off the mic off the back of her shirt, and she's like, "Fuck this shit! I hate this goddamn job." You <laughs> can just see how fucking mad she is. It's like I hate this fucking job. Fuck WWE. I'm fucking fucking hate this shit. Climbing out of the ring. Of course it was all a work, I mean, it's not, or, yeah. Uh, And uh, later on, they, it's become a thing now, and uh, I guess because they were planning on making it Dean, not a part of Total Divas, but he was going to be in an episode because they were at the beach or something, and I guess they wanted to, they wanted to do something. Uh, it, basically, it was going to become more apparent, and so they worked it into the show. And because uh, so long as it good, makes sense on Total Divas, you know what I mean. That's that's our priority. I, just, just a, just a theory, anyway. Um, I guess they want everything to make sense. Uh, yeah, apparently Dean has shown up a couple more times on Total Divas. That's so. That's my theory. Uh, and. Uh, that reminds me. There's a funny. I, I didn't. I didn't ever see because I don't watch Total Divas. But I saw a commercial that showed Maurice was running from. Or she. I don't remember the. She said it showed on the preview that there was a stranger at their house. Right. Keep keep running up and knocking on the door in the dark. And uh, and Maurice is like, oh my god, there's someone here. And she keeps waking, She's like trying to get a hold of the Miz. Right. She's like, there's "Some someone trying to get into our house at night, I'm fucking scared to death and I'm like, man I hope it's fucking Daniel Bryan <laughs> that would just be so fucking great there's like some stranger in all black, just trying to break into their house, and like just messing with them, man that would be so fucking amazing if it was just some plot twist, it was fucking Daniel Bryan <laughs> fucking with Maurice and the Miz in the middle of the night. Just fucking trying to break into their house. Oh man. Uh, anyway, so SmackDown uh, starts out. Uh, uh, it's a video recapping last week. Uh, shows Maurice attacking Renee Young for slapping. Him, the week before. Uh, The Miz faced Dean Ambrose, uh, in the, in the main event last week. Not, 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 uh, this SmackDown, for the Intercontinental Championship, which was a great match, or not a great okay, it was, it was a great match. It wasn't, like, the best match ever, but it was a good SmackDown match. Um, and SmackDown's good now, so goddammit, it was a good SmackDown match, and, uh, after it, it was a, yeah yeah great, um, Ambrose won the Intercontinental Title from Miz, so now he is the Intercontinental Champion. Um, Burn in hell, Miz. Uh, it was I don't I don't mean that. Um, the beginning of the show is the Ambrose Asylum. <laughs> ah, damn. So. Dean Ambrose, Intercontinental Champion. He's going to open up the Ambrose Asylum. And he's like, uh, let's see. Uh. He says, hey, so I'm, uh, I'm Dean Ambrose. And, uh, you know, this is, uh, this is, uh, 2017. This is a time for firsts. So, uh, this is the first time the Intercontinental Champions ever open up the Ambrose Asylum. So, um, uh, you know what, uh, uh, I'm gonna be the first, uh, member... I'm gonna be the first, uh, champion, uh, SmackDown Live to officially air the Royal Rumble match. Even though I believe Baron Corbett actually entered himself already. And nobody seemed to want to correct him on that. I was kind of dumbfounded that nobody wanted to correct him. But whatever. Yeah, whatever. Fuck it. Fuck, fuck Baron. We're gonna bury him later. Um... He doesn't matter anymore. He's, he's going to be jobbing on Superstars if that show still exists. I don't think it does. But he's going to job on the non-existent show. Um, anyway, uh, he says, since we're in Cajun country, I thought it'd be cool to have a live alligator on the show. Uh, but they don't, you know, they don't give permits for that, or, or, well, they, you have to have a permit for that, and they don't give them, so, uh, uh, I have this shitty alligator head that got it at a gas station, and, uh, I named it Maurice, and, uh, and since you can't interview an inanimate object, uh, I'm gonna get something that, uh, runs his mouth as much as my dick, uh, so, uh, without further ado, here is... And then Miz's music interrupts him. he's like, oh yeah, that, that guy basically. And uh, M- Miz comes out. And he's uh, looking pissed as fuck. The crowd booze the shit out of him. Because he is the f- fucking only heel in the business currently that gets that. Uh, at least unanimously. He's the only one that legitimately does get panned. Yeah. Yeah. He's fucking. He f- he's fucking good at his job. People fucking despise the Miz. <laughs> they fucking see the Miz and they're like, "I fucking hate that guy. I don't like him. I want him dead." Kids hate him. Girls hate him. Guys hate him. Everybody hates him. Nobody likes him. Nope. Nobody fucking likes the Miz. That's great. Uh. Anyway, the Miz gets in the ring and he says, uh, You think this is funny, Ambrose? Ambrose, each day, you carry that title. You taint its fucking value, its prestige. You, you undo the hard fucking work I've put into it to restore it to its glory you're, you're, you're tainting the integrity, you're ta- you're, you're gonna taint the, the integrity of the Royal Rumble match now, I'm not gonna let it happen, I'm not gonna let it happen, you fucking sewer rat piece of shit, and, and, and for the thousands watching at home, wait, no, it's, it's, it's backwards, for the thousands in attendance, and the millions watching at home, I'm officially entering the Royal Rumble match, and, uh, but now I want to talk about that—that that more about that title you stole. I, I saw how you coerced the referee into continuing the match, which should have been thrown out uh, in every rule book ever. That match should have been thrown out. But you, you've got, you've got the the fucking general manager in your fucking back pocket, you son of a bitch. You fucking cocksucker. You piece of shit, Daniel Bryan. Everybody's against me, motherfuckers. I hate this show. I fucking hate SmackDown. God damn it. Everybody got fucking piece of shit. And fucking hate Daniel Bryan, that fucking little midget asshole. (laughs) Fucking... You're all jealous that I'm married to Maurice, and she's the hottest woman on this fucking show. Piece of shit. And so you know what? Y- you know what, though? I- I've got a lot of lawyers, and I'm going to get that fucking title back. But before I do that, Ambrose, I'm going to give you a chance to give me that title back. You can hand it over, or I can sue you so fucking hard that your dick will go into your brain. So, what's it gonna be? Are you gonna have a dick brain or are you gonna give me that fucking title? And so, uh, you see Ambrose just thinking to himself and, uh, uh, oh yeah, I forgot how this went. That's great. Underneath his little, uh, alligator head, he had a little stand thing on and it was covered up with a, a piece of cloth. But he says, uh, Miz, you know, you're right. There, there is something I've been, uh, you know. I, I did mean to give you back. I, I, I've had it for a little while. I, I, I think you. I think it belongs to you. Um,
1: so here it is,
0: your very own Miss uh, Participation Award. <laughs> that was fucking great. And Miss is just fucking. Miss is irate. His fucking eyes are purple. And he's like, well, That's a new uh, kind of irate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, Miz looks at Ambrose and he's like, <laughs> you know, you're you're fucking hilarious. You know, everybody is <laughs> some, some fucking piece of sh- You know, you, you just- You know, fucking- And then he fucking throws it in his face and just- Just, uh beats the shit out of him and he takes his jacket off and starts beating the shit out of him more. And then he uh uh and then he holds him up so that Maurice can slap him, but Ambrose moves and Maurice slaps uh Miz. Then Ambrose gives him the dirty deeds. And the crowd starts chanting Ambrose and Ambrose picks up the award and smiles while giving it to Maurice. And Maurice just kind of takes it with this fucking face this, this fucking look on her face like she's just, like, about to give birth. <laughs> oh, ow. Give, give birth to Cena's child. <laughs> Speaking of John Cena, John Cena will face Baron Corbin in tonight's main event. Or rather, what I should say, John Cena will bury Baron Corbin in tonight's main event.
1: Uh, yeah, pretty much. That's, that's pretty much the fucking banner right there.
0: Yeah, see, the thing is, it would be you could say it was a good match if you changed the ending of it. Yeah. yeah. See, because if you didn't know how a John Cena match works, it would seem good. Because I you know, when it started out, I actually forgot how they work. I was like, Wow, Baron Corbin's getting some offense in, he looks like a million bucks and then I'm like after about two minutes I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm like, this is like how all John Cena matches used to work. And, uh, anyway, the Wyatt family will face American Alpha for the SmackDown Tag Team Championship rematch. We'll also see Nikki Bella face Natalya, which I don't remember any of. Uh, yeah, woohoo! Uh, so Nikki Bella's walking backstage. She gets attacked by Natalya, I guess. Natalia throws her into a garage door. Well, that's not very nice. And Nikki holds her leg in pain. And Nikki says... Or, Natalia says... Uh, see you out there, you American cunt. Wow. Uh, so we have Natalia versus Nikki Bella. Um, some stuff happens. Uh, they fight. Uh... Then we go backstage to see a new person interview Dolph Ziggler. She says, before she asks uh, some questions, she wants to show a replay from last week. So we see footage of Callisto saving Ziggler from Baron Corbin. Ziggler then super kicked Callisto. That was uh, last week. Uh, later that night, Ziggler attacked Paula Cruz for standing up for Callisto, and Ziggler did sure as fuck attack Paula Cruz. In fact, he attacked basically the whole locker room. Because Kalisto or Apollo Cruz was like, "Hey, well, actually, Apollo Cruz doesn't really talk. He just smiles. He just smiled really. He smiled really loudly at at Dolph Ziggler. Right. And it, he smiled in a menacing way. <laughs> in a in a more menacing way than than he should have. And Ziggler was like, "Hey, I don't like the way you're smiling at me." No, so, but so he's no. He was like, "Hey, you know what?" It was Kalisto's black man. One of my- it
1: was black man prison smile, wasn't it?
0: <laughs> but no, it was like uh, you know, it's like, "Hey, dude, you didn't need to do that to Kalisto." And Ziggler's like, "I don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't, I don't give a flying fuck." Okay, and then and then uh, Apollo's like, "Look, Kalisto's my friend, so hey, maybe you need to give a fuck." and ziggler's like go to hell <laughs> and then he just like super kicks him and then they just start beating the shit out of each other in the locker room and he just starts beating the shit out of everybody uh and uh the interviewer asks ziggler for an explanation for what happened last week ziggler breathes into the microphone and he says nothing uh so we got Kalisto versus Dolph Ziggler tonight. Um, I, this happened exactly how I figured it would happen. Um, Kalisto won, and uh, Ziggler gets even more pissed and attacks him with a chair afterwards. I figured that's exactly what would happen. Uh, Ziggler's going to... I don't know if he's going to continue to lose and go ape shit after matches, or if he's just going to lose a couple times and get really crazy and start winning via cheating or whatever. Either way, he's just heel turning and going insane. Not the not the cheeky show off heel like he was before, but a much more uh, unhinged heel because he's desperate. And he he explained all this on Talking Smack. Actually, he said, "Look, this is what I need to be. I know these people are going to be after me now, and I don't care. This is this is what." This is rock bottom for me. I thought I was at rock bottom before when I put my career on the line. I obviously wasn't. This is fucking rock bottom. This is what it's going to fucking take to get to where I need to be. He's like, I don't give a shit if they're after me. I, I welcome it. And so it's like, yeah, he's basically just fucking. So he he fights he has a He has a pretty decent match. Um, Kalisto pulls up, basically, like, a little tiny-ass roll-up out of a, out of the middle of nowhere, um, after a move, and Ziggler is like, motherfucker, and so he grows and grabs a chair and smacks him around with it, and, uh, uh, I think, uh, I want to say somebody showed up, maybe not, anyway, uh, oh, yeah, 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 Apollo Cruz just shows up. Uh, yeah, because after he beat the shit out of, uh, Callisto, um, he's just leaving very, very calmly, but he doesn't even have a smile on his face, he doesn't even look mad, he's just kind of, like, zoned out, (laughs) he's just like a fucking psychopathic murderer, just got done killing somebody, he's just walking away, zoned completely out, and then you see Apollo Crews starts walking out, and he's ready to just fucking kill Ziggler, he starts punching him. Ziggler's not having any of that shit. Starts beating him up too. And then uh Sounds like he's broken. Ha!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't he doesn't they don't do shit like that.
0: Uh Backspace, backspace, backspace. <laughs> Delete. Oh man. Uh So, yeah, um After that all is over, we get American Alpha, and they're backstage warming up. There's that new interviewer again, asks them how they're uh, preparing for the Wyatt family. Jason Jordan says, uh, look, the Wyatt family is one of the most intimidating groups in the WWE. Bray Wyatt thinks he's the Alpha and the Omega, but you know what? We're the Alphas in the tag division. (laughs) Ha <laughs> see what I did there? Yeah, you want to fuck me? Uh, Chad Gable says they're ready for war. And, uh, says, you know what? We're going to leave as champions. And then Jordan says, doesn't matter if you're a god, a serpent, or whatever Luke Harper is, some kind of fucking dirty redneck weirdo motherfucker, no one can hang with us. And, uh... then we, once again, we're going to have tonight's main event, John Cena buries Baron Corbin. We hear from John Cena next. Dee, dee, Uh, dee. Commercial break. Yeah. So, Renee Young is backstage with John Cena. Uh, She asks how he feels about Baron Corbin wanting to make a statement at Cena's expense. Cena says, hey, motherfucker, the lone wolf has run through every single thing that he's put in his past since he stepped in WWE, but I'm John motherfucking Cena, and I bury hoes like I bury hoes. Now, that wasn't supposed to be funny, because I'm John Cena, and I don't make things funny. I'm shit at everything I do, except burying people. I'm really good at that. You want to see a motherfucker get buried? You come to watch me. You come to watch me, I don't wrestle good, except when I do wrestle good. But that's like, I don't know, Never. once or twice a year. And then the other eight times a year, I'm just burying motherfuckers. Now look, my sights, they're on him, because he's a bitch. And me, I'm John motherfucking Cena. I don't know why I talk like this. It's some weird-ass accent, I don't even know where it's from. I, I'm supposed to be from like... Massachusetts or something, West Newbury, Massachusetts, wherever the fuck that is, I don't even know where that is, because I'm John Cena, you know, I've been called a lot of things, last week, AJ Styles called me two words I ain't never heard before, in my life, I don't know how that works, because, you know, considering I'm like, uh, almost 40, you'd think I'd have heard two words before, but somehow I've never heard these two words ever in my entire life, because I'm like a retard or something, but Corbin agreed with him. Apparently, I have never been called a has-been ever in my entire life, ever once. But apparently, I've been called that now. So you know what? I got It got me thinking. It got me thinking. You know what? Fuck these new motherfuckers. I've been saying it. I've been saying it. How many times have I said it? I've been saying, fuck the new age. Fuck it. Fuck these new guys. I want 10 more years of John Cena. Which is almost kind of what he said when he came back. Yeah, he says it all the time. Uh, every time he comes back, he's like, he's like, uh, you know what? Fuck, fuck the new, fuck the new guys, fuck the new age. Uh, we we got to still have more time with the Cena era or whatever. I ain't gone yet. And there he yeah he literally just says it right here. He, this this is his exact words. These new era chumps believe their own hype. What the fuck is that supposed to wow. mean? John Cena, what the fuck are you saying? That's just rude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just rude. <laughs> just bury the whole fucking roster. Wow. Fuck you, Son. Fuck you, John. Just, wow.
0: So, uh, yeah. So, tonight, John Cena's been fired up. And that's not good for Corman. No, uh because tonight, I got my shovel, I got a grave, and I'm going to be doing the Undertaker's job. Because God knows he don't ever do shit. Because I'm better than Undertaker. I can bury more people than he's ever buried in his whole career. I mean, I don't know about his streak, but I didn't actually see anybody get buried during that. They say he buried, like, 21 guys, but I didn't see any graves. Yeah, I didn't see no graves. Yeah, fuck that. No, I buried, like, 300 guys, at least. And I can show you the graves. I can tell you the names. They're, like, uh, Wade Barrett, uh, Dolph Ziggler. Uh, Bray Wyatt, uh, <laughs> I can name you, I can name you at least, uh, 365 million more. Tonight, the lone wolf may be on the prowl, but it's John Cena, and his time is now. Anyway, the Wyatt's family video flashes on the screen. Bray Wyatt says, American Alpha, I hope you've enjoyed your run with the SmackDown Tag Team titles. Unlike the Bonds in this family, man, nothing lasts forever. Now the devil is at your doorstep. Then Randy Orton looks in the camera and says, We're here, motherfucker. The Wyatt family makes their entrance, followed by their opponents, American Alpha... Uh, show a replay of American Alpha defeating Y-Family. Then they have a pretty cool match um, where, let's see how this went wrong. Uh, Luke Harper gets on the apron to distract the referee. Orton rakes the eyes and accidentally sends Gable into Harper. Orton then gives Gable a draping DDT. Orton then looks around. The crowd senses what is to come. I don't know why that's there. Orton drops down for an RKO, but Orton gets back on the apron. Orton looks at him angrily. Gable sends Orton into Harper before rolling him up for the win. So yeah, once again, Bray has nothing to do with this. But yeah, things happen. Uh, So what happens after this is uh, Orton's furious. American Alpha celebrates for the titles. Orton is like, Harper, come on, buddy. What the fuck are you doing? Jesus Christ! I mean, fucking wash your shirt once in a while. I don't even care that you cost us your titles. I didn't even want those. I'm like a fucking 12-time champion, but fuck your shirt is disgusting. Take a bath. And uh, and White gets in the ring and he's like, "Hey, hey guys, quit arguing." Jesus, you think you think we're fucking idiots or something? Come on, right? Come on, guys. All right. Right, guys, really, really now. Okay, look, look, we we can get them back. We just have to, we just have to hold Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon hostage with a gun. Yeah, that'll work. And we'll ask, we'll ask politely, and if they don't say we can have them, we'll okay, we'll shoot a finger off, and it'll be the middle one, so so they'll know we mean business. And then uh so Orton moves past Wyatt now that's strike number one. you don't fucking not listen to Bray Wyatt. Come on now, that's stupid. He tries to attack Randy Orton um, he accidentally kicks Bray uh, in the midsection, I guess. Horper. 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 I, tried to say, I tried to say Orton and Harper. Horper. Uh, they look at each other furiously, as this puts it. Uh, Wyatt, as I said earlier, has this fucking look on his face and just fucking yells at both of them. He's like, fuck this shit. I fucking hate you. I hate this fucking show. <laughs> and uh, he just fucking leaves. He just goes to the ropes. He's like, nah, I'm done. I'm done. Fuck y'all. Uh, then there's a pre-tape promo. It's a pretty cool promo, actually, uh, of Baron Corbin. And Corbin's, uh... He's like, I'm Baron Corbin, and I'm on the hunt. And my target is John Cena. See, my path of carnage is gonna continue. Hustle, loyalty, and respect will be replaced with pain, humiliation, and annihilation. Cena's time is up. Tonight will be his end of days. (coughs) I fucking killed my throat earlier. I can barely talk. I don't remember whose voice I was doing that did it. Uh, So, I guess we're going to the... Oh, no, we got Becky Lynch. Uh, Oh, yeah, she tried to call somebody a cunt. I don't remember what it was. She tried. Uh, yeah, somebody somebody said Becky Lynch attempted to call someone a cunt at some point. I don't know if it was on SmackDown or if it was on Talking Smack. But she tried to call somebody a cunt. Anyway, Becky Lynch is backstage with Danny Bryan watching footage for beating Alexa Bliss as La Lutadora. And uh Did they ever reveal who that was? Uh no. Not yet. Uh, I think we know the jobber. ...that was playing La Luchadora... ...but we don't know who it's actually going to be... ...when they reveal... ...uh... ...like it's going to be someone... ...important... ...when they reveal it... ...but the person playing it... ...was actually just some random woman... ...some... ...some local... ...talent or something... ...uh... Anyway, they're arguing, and Brian's like, Hey, 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 I'm the best wrestler in the world. You guys need to quit fucking arguing, because I'm the best wrestler in the world, okay? I'm fucking Danny Bryan. Kiss yeah. my d- uh It's like, look, look, look. Next week, Becky Lynch, you're going to face Alexa Bliss for SmackDown's Women's Championship. And I don't really care about the match, because you're gay. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) But you know what? You know what? To ensure there will be no inference by La Luchadora, you're going to find your steel cage. Even though that door opens pretty easy. So, uh... Yeah, uh, fucking Becky Lynch is celebrating. Bliss walks off, probably with her middle finger, just shining like the sun. Uh, So now we have CJ Lund a local competitor versus Carmella with James Ellsworth. And James Ellsworth is currently the only man in the world who gets to interfere in women's matches twice now. Um, He gets to... And and Daniel Bryan even brought it up the last time he did it. Um, On Carmella's behalf, when the breath isn't looking, he will yank a woman by their legs to their face into the mat. In order for Carmella to get the win. Oh, God. <laughs> and because it's James Ellsworth and he's a little fucking mutant, nobody cares. <laughs> and the ref doesn't see it, so Carmella gets the win. And and uh, when he went on Talking Smack, um, Danny Brown was like, you interfered in a woman's match, James. And he's like, so? <laughs> and Carmella's like, yeah, what's the big deal? <laughs> And he's like, and Danny Bryan's like, if I ever interf- if I ever even touched a woman, my career would be like ruined. And and Carmela's like, I don't see what the big deal is. <laughs> this is cracking me up. It's like, so I'm just like, I just hope we get to have man versus woman again in the video games from this. That's all I want. So we can actually. S- s- we can actually uh, get rid of the fucking sausage party that is the current video game. Right? So I can start making Chun Li's and. and. uh. Poison Ivies and shit. Because there's just no reason to play as the chicks in the video games, because there's only like ten. Or, no, there's usually less. Uh. If that. And it, yeah. Anyway, this is, a, this, is a, this is a fucking jobber match. It's uh, Anyways, Carmella versus CJ Lund. And uh, Lund puts her ankle in the corner somewhere near the match. Um, uh, James Ellsworth grabs her ankle. And uh, Carmella gives her a forearm. Oh yeah, well actually, let me see how this happens. Uh, where, where... Let me see. Grabs her ankle again. Okay. Um. Carmella leaves the ring. Ellsworth grabs her ankle again. Something happens. I don't know. There was a botch. Something what happened. happened. Anyway, James Ellsworth keeps grabbing women. <laughs> and nobody cares. It's okay. James Ellsworth just gets to do whatever he wants. He still has a job. Um. Anyway, Carmela's backstage with James Ellsworth. They're talking about her winning streak. It's like a uh, two, uh, <laughs> two, and uh, whatever it was before. So it's like two and um, like seventeen or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, she says she has a, a surprise for him, and Ellsworth's like. He's like, Oh my god, I've been waiting thirty two years for this Oh god. He sprays some, some stuff in his mouth and uh, And uh she says good things come to those who wait. And uh and she says she's taking him on a shopping spree next week. And uh Ellsworth says he hasn't bought a new suit since he was supposed to graduate high school. Supposed to graduate high school. So apparently he didn't get very far. <laughs> yeah. Uh, somewhere backstage, Baron Corbin is being interviewed. Corbin doesn't care. Uh, what John Cena said, he uh, he says, "Look, I alter outcomes tonight. I'm gonna make John Cena to. T- I'm gonna make him my bitch, okay? I'm gonna make John Cena a liar." He says, "He says all this shit, but I'm gonna make him a liar, okay?" He thinks these are his glory days. But it's about his end of days. See how I keep saying end of days because that's my finisher? Yeah, it's real fucking cool how I do that, right? Because, see, that, I mean, it's cool having a finisher named like that because then I can just insert it into anything. Yeah, I bet you wish your finisher was named that, don't you, you fucking interviewer? Yeah, but you don't have a finisher, do you, you little cunt? No, you don't. Why don't you shut up and leave? Bitch. And AJ Styles walks up to him and says, Hey, uh, tonight is your night, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'm from Georgia. You got a problem with that? Uh, hey, well, aren't you kind of short or something? You little sock-mom haircut, fucking short-ass vanilla midget. And it's like, hey, look, big man. It's all right, brother. It's all right. Look, I'm just going to watch a match out there. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I just want you to win. Fuck up John Cena. Hey, maybe you can beat up John Cena just like I used to do. Right, right. Wouldn't that be cool? No, he's going to bury you though. I just wanted to like, you know, treat you to a steak dinner afterwards and, you know, try to make you feel better. Here, here's a couple hundred dollars. Uh, you know, just to make you feel better. Uh, don't tell anybody this happened though because this is under the this is under the radar. We don't want anybody to know that John Cena is going to bury your ass, okay? Anyway, AJ Styles makes his entrance. Crowd loves it. Uh, of course they do. Styles is going to be on ESPN Sports Center, which was Wednesday now. Uh, Styles on the commentary table. Ah, uh, oh yes, there's a com- short commercial break, and then we get to see Noam Dar talking about Cedric Alexander. The other black
1: guy.
0: Yeah, kissing Alicia Fox. Uh, and then we get Baron Corbin versus John Cena! And uh, let's see. What happens is, basically, Baron Corbin beats the ever-loving shit out of John Cena for about 12, uh, 13, 14 minutes. And then John Cena um, bounces off the ropes, does a shoulder block. um, Tornado DDT. That was the only cool thing I think Cena did, because he'd never done it. Then he did the AA and pinned him, and John Cena won.
1: And that was the main event, right?
0: Yeah, that was the main event. Yeah.
1: Dun dun dun, dun. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That person's happy about it. So that's gonna do it for this episode of Beyond the Mat. Again, different format. Uh, we're we're experimenting with it, but it, it should be fun. This went to almost three fucking hours of just nothing but wrestling and nerd talk. Uh, but don't forget to like, subscribe, share, and tell us your thoughts on the Royal Rumble, which is coming up very fucking soon. Who do you think is going to win the Royal Rumble? Who should win the Royal Rumble? Any thoughts and ideas that you should have for the Royal Rumble? And what do you think of John Cena physically burying the new era? Because he's sick and tired of the, the new era bullshit. Which is kind of bullshit. If, if you know... Think about it. He's yeah. It's, it's okay to step aside, John, and let other people play in the pool. You know, it's, it's not all for you. Um, that's gonna do it all for this week's episode. Happy 2017. Until next time, we'll see you then. Have a good weekend, everyone.